now, folks. You are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with the cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook, too. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you be part of the nearly 49,000. And hang out with us on the Facebook page each and every day. Good morning, Biggie. Oh, just kidding. Good morning. Sam and Gimpy, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling? It's going to be an interesting show. Either I'm going to be vomiting while we're on the air. Okay. Or I'll have to just jump up and either pee in the trash can or run down the hall. Biggie has been dealing so. with his kidney stones. When did it hit you? Because we were at the fair. Yeah, I was fine. Everything was great. Yeah. Did you Saturday. ride a ride? I was trying to figure out what triggered it. Did you ride a ride or anything? No, uh-uh. Didn't ride a ride. Uh, Saturday was fine. About Sunday afternoon, I just started getting little pains. And then about 9... I'd say about nine Sunday, boom. It was on. Ball. Yeah. It was, it, it was WrestleMania. Do you know the pain? Like when it starts happening, do you recognize it instantly? Well, at first I thought maybe 
like I had leaned up against something weird. Like it wasn't that sharp. But then the, the more intense I got, I was like, yeah, here we go. And then usually I was like, I'm just trying to like stay in a ball heating pad and make it pass. Nada. Not a damn thing. So lots of liquids, cranberry juices. <laughs> Witty onion period. <laughs> Flowies. <laughs> Flowies? It's it's a thing that makes you pee more. Okay. The old people use it. <laughs> so I have a because I don't know anything about kidney stones. They suck. Yeah, I've I've gathered that. Is it? I have two a two part question. One: Do you like when it's happening? Are you like, what? Come on! Like, why is this so crippling? Yeah, I'm like, it's a tiny pebble. Right. <laughs> the tiniest little rocks. Right. Bring you down. But they're jagged and sharp, and I guess that tube is just sensitive. <laughs> what, a, what a pussy. Uh, and then the other question I was going to ask you was. Do you feel like, the, like, are you going, hey, can we just get rid of that kidney? Um, I've thought that, yeah, but you know, there are people who have had this, you know, like, kidney stones removed up to, like, 10 and 14 times. I'm only on, oh. number, or I'm only yeah. on number two. Like, this is the third or fourth time I've had. This is I've the had, third time, right? Well, this is the third time I've had an issue, but I haven't, he didn't go in my wee-wee hole yet. Does he say there's a chance? Uh, Did you, was there even a discussion? Um, there, we need more looking at it. He's going to gaze a little bit more. <laughs> really got to get up in there and look. Uh, what does that entail? It's just a, like an MRI. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they don't have to like shove a scope up there or anything, right? Yeah. First is x-rays because that's cheaper, obviously, but you'll see something and then you get an MRI. They can see your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather them just do the surgery and get it over with? Are you because re- because oh, you've done both, right? You've done it where they broke them yep. up and you passed them. Yep. And then you've done it where they do the surgery and then put the splint in. To- well, both times had the splint. The first time they they didn't leave the string out. They went back in and got the splint out. The second time they le- they left the splint in with a big string hanging out, and I felt like uh, Woody from Toy Story. Because every time I pulled on that, I was like, whoa, partner. Like, <laughs> so, and that took me like 40 minutes to get up the nerve to yank that yeah. out in the shower. <laughs> right. It just sounded weird saying it that way. It took me 40 spent, minutes to yank it out in the shower. I it hasn't taken me 40 minutes to yank it out in the shower since I was 14. <laughs> on the first day. Right. So, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to, you know. Which would you prefer? If you had to pick one, gun to your head. Okay. You've got to just take your time and let them pass when they pass. Or surgery where they go ahead and put this thing in and then you got to pull the splint thing out. See, here's the good thing about the or surgery. Stint. Is it splint or stint? I think it's a stint. Okay. Uh, sur- surgery, here's the good thing. You know it's going to hurt and you know it's going to hurt for a few days after and then when you you know some of the stones are coming out and then when he you know you're dilated enough he says okay we can remove the stent you remove the stent and then the rest of the pebbles come out right that's the positive 
I guess if you want to call that a positive. I didn't even know boys get dilated. That sucks. Yuck. I didn't even know if you want to call that a positive. They're not supposed to. (laughs) It's not natural. But that's the positive. Maybe a week to two weeks of torture. Uh, Trying to let it go itself, you just never know when it's going to hit. You know? Right. And this is like fair time, football time, like fun stuff. My daughter's birthday. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and there's been so many arguments that have happened about her birthday this year. And then this happens. He's like, not just this year, for the past three. Right. But this year, more than, I think this year, more than previous years, at least for us. And the first one where we had to move her birth date. No, that didn't go over well. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, you had this picked out and everything. This is the day we're going to be born. Eh, we're going to have to move it. Uh, I'm sorry. Tell, and then you tell get, that to a pregnant woman that's waiting to have that thing taken out. And then you go ahead and have kidney stones, and it's like, <laughs> it's yeah. the curse, man. Then first birthday pops up, and they're like, we're going to have a concert on that night. you got to work. <laughs> uh, oh. Hey, babe. <laughs> Guess what? Well, that sucks, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I've been in bed since Sunday. I mean, I've gotten up to pee, and I ate a little bit of, uh, um, God, I don't even know what it was. It was like some kind of fish and noodle that Rebecca made me last night for dinner, first time I ate since Sunday. That sucks. I just, like, even crackers I've been throwing up. So. Well, hopefully your doctor, your dong doctor, is, he's, he's at attention and ready to go. At attention? What? No, he's on call. Like he's ready to go. I'm in good hands. Right. <laughs> he's on speed dial. He warms them first. Does he? <laughs> Give me the Miyagi. If you get the stint, mm-hmm. can we figure out some way to do that on air? What, pull it out? I didn't want to say that, but yes. Man, it it was one of the worst things I've ever done to myself. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do a thing. Like, it'll be all, like, the, we'll do the string, like, so there's nobody touching, you know. What well, is it? Ca- what do I get out of it? Capone? <laughs> what is it called? If nobody's going to touch it, then what am Scarface. I getting out of it? Scarface, thank you. <laughs> Capone. That's weird how I remember what he calls his yeah. job. Isn't it? <laughs> the name of your penis is Scarface? Yeah. <laughs> it's Big what? Al. Big Al. Big Al. <laughs> <laughs> I just maybe we tie like chewy to it and then I'll throw a bone. Nice. Oh, you don't want to make See, it. See, now I chewy. asked him like fast last time. I was like, and he said slow and steady. It is always better. So <laughs> I don't want to tie it to an arrow and doorknob. Do archery. I mean, the doors here are kind of slow. Oh, <laughs> that <totally> backfire. <laughs> the one day that it slams shut. And they are. Right? We'll find the one that's broken. Like Sam. And then when that. it does it, we'll go, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah, open that door and let it slowly. We'll yeah, when you open it all the way. It, I'll tie it. it. Now, now it's tied, and now let it go. There, She's let it go. That's fast, man. <laughs> I just remember, because I was in the guest bathroom, and I was pulling on it, and it hit the wall. Like, I didn't realize how long it was. And it hit the wall, and I was like, ah! And I couldn't stop, so I had to turn sideways in the shower and then just keep going. And, oh. 
What if we all pulled on it together? Like a team effort? No. Why not? Because I'm not an Alaskan um, mush team. Also, Gimpy messes everything up, and I would I would not trust oh. the one two three. <laughs> It'd be like one two three. Oh, whoops! He would go at, he'd go at four and go. Thought we were going on four. Yeah, I thought you meant after three. Uh, we we could do it with his weird hand. That would be. Oh man, I, yeah. I'll, then, I'll be noodled anyway, and you're gonna get that that freaky thing around me. Listen, you, you I'll clearly be inverted. This is clearly now your life, getting kidney stones. So we might as well start making some fun with it. No, <laughs> not even a- <laughs> some things you just don't have fun with, right? I like joking when I'm not in pain. <laughs> I I think because I'm sure you were in pain the last couple days, yeah. but I think the real reason you didn't want to come is you didn't want to uh, to the show. You just you, you didn't want to laugh because you knew it would hurt more. <laughs> right. Of course, you wouldn't have been on this show the last couple days. I know I've gotten a million emails. Right. <laughs> Jesus, what are you two doing over there? What do you mean? What are you doing to Corbin and I's show? <laughs> I'm just saying. We have... I had ride offers this morning if I didn't come in. <laughs> <laughs> shut you people up. We had uh, tickets for Pearl Jam. We're going to give away. We've got top five songs. And Biggie, the top five songs today. Top five Christian metal songs that don't sound Christian. Ooh, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> For some reason, I woke up this morning and I was like, "What is today?" Right? Because I don't know. I'm I'm in such a daze. Then I was like Wednesday, and I'm like, "They're gonna mess with my wiener." Like, it'll be a top five. Right. That would require forethought. Yes. Oh, we thought. need a pr- okay. Yeah, 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 and that yeah. Sorry. Um, what am I thinking? We've got uh, Stump Sam today as well. We got the Pearl Jam tickets. We'll qualify people for Flight Food, a Voodoo Fest as well. Last chance to get qualified tomorrow morning with Biggie and myself will be the last chance to get qualified. And I'm psyched. The Chiefs won Monday night. Royals won last night in uh, 12 innings. So they're going to go to the playoffs. I looked to buy tickets. Already sold out. Can Try and go up this weekend. Scalped? Yeah, if I want to pay like $300. Yeah. And then. When's the last time? Next time you could say to you in twenty five years or twenty <laughs> okay, years or that's whatever. What, that's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna take a break. We'll oh, be back. The MMS Corbin and Biggie, the Big Mad Morning Show. That's right. Yeah. Good morning. The Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And it's very nice of everyone to give their advice <laughs> to Biggie on what he should do. What you got to do is... Why don't you just slam it in the car door, man? Break that rock up yourself. It- <laughs> We talked about this the other day. I think Sam and I did off air. Is that it's funny when things go down, like everybody's got their advice. It, like my dad had cancer. Everybody had their advice on what my dad should do. He needs to jump off a roof and just land on his crotch. Right. That'll get rid of that stone. Biggie's got kidney stones. They got advice on what he should do. Wife and I trying to get pregnant. People's got advice on what we should do. Y'all need to do it on, on while standing on your heads. <laughs> I like my redneck advice character. Me too. You just shut up and get in the kitchen. (laughs) 
It's time for News Quickies, all the news that is the news from around the world. Here's Corbin, Biggie, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News Quickies from the Big Mad Morning Show at 97.5 KMOD. Secret cleavage cam shows how many times your boobs are stared at in a day. Nestle Fitness has hidden a bra in a, or a hidden a camera in a woman's bra as part of hashtag check your selfie experiment. And it's like a campaign to encourage women to like check themselves for breast cancer. So there's, they put it in this like really bright pink bra and the woman wearing it had like a see-through shirt on. And it was advanced and it even told you like what boob was getting stared at the most. And she got 37 glances. She is, she's a pretty nice set of boobies. And she got 37 glances. And she even got a young child and a dog, like, filmed looking at straight at her boobs. And um, they found that, like, men were very sneaky and trying to look. And, like, women were just straight up staring, like, not trying to hide it. So I wear sunglasses. <laughs> right? Is, is it what? rude? Is it rude, Sam? No. Like, when girls get mad when they get catcalled, I think it's a compliment. If someone's like, whoo-hoo, I'm like, thank you. You have a good day, too. I think it's nice. And if you're going to show your boobs on display, that's why they're out, right? You're not putting out so they can get air. Biggie, do you think what she's describing is kind of like what celebrities feel like in the beginning? They love it, and then when they don't get it anymore, they're... They, then they're desperate for it. Uh-huh. Or, or they get way too much attention, and they're like, why are you staring? And they're like, well, why, why do you have your puppies out, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I can see your nipples. It's very interesting because part of me thinks that women do that on purpose. I would say the majority of them do, yeah. Absolutely. If you don't want anyone staring at you, you don't want that attention, you put on a shirt that covers your collarbone. Problem solved. Like, you don't put that on thinking, I mean, rationally, you don't put that on thinking like, ooh, these look good today. I hope nobody looks at them. But I honestly think about 80% of the time women dress up for other women. Yeah. Like to impress their friends or whatever. So, well, so no, no girls like, oh, God, look what she's wearing across the bar. Like girls care about that way more than a guy going, mm, look at that ass. Wow. That just changes everything, doesn't it? Last time, yeah, because when's the last time you were at a bar and went, those shoes do not go with her purse. Oh, God, what a dumb bitch. Yeah. Those words have never come out of my mouth. Nope. But I've heard it come out of girls' mouths. Uh, that's true. But, but if, like, okay, if that's true, then then why did that, if what we're saying is true, that women dress to impress other women. Right. Then why would a woman leave the house with her shoes not mas- matching her purse? I mean, that I can't answer you. Maybe she just had an off day or, or thought that that, <laughs> right. you know, that stripe went with those polka dots. I have no idea. I uh, think it's like an accomplishment when you have like a cute outfit and your girlfriend like, you know, compliments you on it. You're like, yeah, point for me. Like, It makes it more exciting than when a guy goes, wow, you look great. I think women love that too. No, yeah. they like it, but I think they like it more when a, when a girl acknowledges Maybe because they put more thought into it as opposed to dudes just looking at me. It's like, more yeah. sincere and not yeah. motivated by yeah. sex. Yeah, because a guy, all a guy's saying you look good because he wants to have sex with you. That is it. And then sometimes a unicorn situation happens where Promo Terra says that you look so hot, I want to make out with you, and it literally makes your entire year. That's the same thing. That's no. the same thing what Biggie just said, except it's a female saying it who likes females. But it's both. So it's like a girl saying, like, you have a cute outfit, and it's somebody no. who is attracted to you. No. So when that happens, it's like, ah. I disagree. I disagree. What? No, I disagree. She, she, in her statement, it was about a sexual encounter. Right. 
So it totally doesn't mean, hey, I think your choice of style was very nice today, and I'd like to have sex with you. Yes. That's not what, no. That was exactly what it was. Uh, stop. Lesbians <laughs> are totally awesome. <laughs> are you lesbian? A boy falls to death trying to escape a bee. Uh, authorities say an eight-year-old boy has died after he apparently got scared by a bee and fell through a hole in the floor of an old building that was under renovation. Uh, he was on the platform helping out with family members when the bee came around and he, he stepped to the side and then fell through a hole that led to the floor below. The boy was rushed to the hospital, but he died later that afternoon. I could see that happening. That could be my fate. When I see a bug or something, I am gone. Like any bug or just like bees and wasps and stuff like that? Bees and wasps, I can stay pretty calm around. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if if I'm surprised by it, mm-hmm. then yeah, it totally freaks me out. My wife would wreck a car <laughs> if yeah. there was a bee in it. Who was it was that was telling us about? They had a dragonfly in their car. That was me. It was it was a moth. I don't think it was dragonfly. No, was no. Moth. Somebody was telling us they had a dragonfly in their car. Yeah, but those aren't harmless. No, but it still scares you, and they fly around in odd <laughs> odd flight patterns. <laughs> Maybe I'm used to because when I was in high school, I had like roaches and palmetto bugs in my car. So, yeah. right, palmetto bugs are bugs. N- suck. Bugs. June bugs are the absolute worst. Those are. Oh, well, those are so. They bad. love hair. Palmetto bugs are like roaches and June bugs and some other kind of flying bug all mixed together because they can fly, they can jump. They're horrible. Ugh. I hate bugs. And they're I hate they're June like an bugs. inch and a half long. Brown. I will spend money, like a lot of money, to make sure I don't have bugs, like in my yard, around my. I know, hey, these bugs are necessary. Like, but I don't care. <laughs> I had to fog out the car. You know, fo- no, I mean not not that kind of fog. <laughs> yeah. uh, use one of those raid foggers in a car. Why were they in there in the first place? Did you have food and stuff in there? Me and my buddies would throw all our trash in the hatchback, and sometimes people would puke in the hatchback. And oh, man. Yeah, it, was, it was bad. That is revolting. Yeah. Deer decapitated by roller coaster at theme park. Hmm. Spokeswoman for the Lightwater Valley theme park in Ripon, England, confirmed that the deer wandered Saturday morning onto the track of the Ultimate, which is billed as Europe's longest roller coaster and was struck by one of the cars <laughs> quote let's see if i can do this we can confirm no that's that's irish right yeah <laughs> or was it <laughs> england yes so i gotta go up we can confirm that's no, irish that right that's like irish. scottish or irish or something <laughs> right. i don't know right oi talk, talk like a fat broad <laughs> right talk Adele? like a limp hello yeah. <laughs> there you go we can confirm. Much better. A young deer did unfortunately get hit by the ultimate train yesterday and was killed instantly. There's a large perimeter fence surrounding the theme park, but occasionally wild animals do manage to stay astray onto the park during the night. The road coaster was only closed for 30 minutes, and then it was resuming normal operation. Mm. Reports indicate passengers were sprayed with the animal's blood. Yeah. There were no human injuries from the crash. A deer previously wandered onto the Ultimates tracks in 1994, was struck by a car, resulting in the hospitalization of a 12-year-old boy. They're lucky no one got hurt. By antlers or something? By any, like, 
anything. Even the head. Flying bone. The head could weigh like a get hit with a bowling ball. And I'm I wish this was in that part of the roller coaster where they have the camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so when you get out, you can see everybody. Like normally, people try to make the silly faces, but they're getting yes. sprayed by blood and Bambi's flying through the air. Bambi. <laughs> That would be awesome. I don't buy those stupid photos, but I would that day. <laughs> oh, God. I'd be like, too. I'm buying everyone's. <laughs> I want them all. You're, you're waiting in line. You're the first one to get on. <laughs> mummy, mummy, can we ride the big coaster? Please. One more, please. Can we ride just one more, please? You know it makes your older brother wee-wee in his bridges. <laughs> oh, come on. It'll be so much fun. Look. There's a deer running across the front. All right. Is it weird that I hear... Wee, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird that when I think of a roller coaster in, in England, it doesn't sound very scary? Like no. they're all drinking like, tea. I, inv- like <laughs> I envision, yeah, you can drink and hold your pinky up and drink tea while and hold a salsa. With salsa. And with, with, with crumpets while you're uh, riding. Right. You're going to eat your biscuits. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm just so terrified. <laughs> oh, dear. This is alarming. <sighs> yeah. It's what? like the little kitty roller coaster at the fair. <laughs> it's just a couple of hills and it goes around and around. <laughs> Nothing what big. country do you think has the wimpiest roller coasters? Uh, Sweden. Sweet. Well, I'm see because I'm thinking of all the mountains, so they gotta. Yeah, but they're they also are like are totally neutral. <laughs> like we don't want uh, anything exciting at all. With I'm thinking, right. I'm thinking all they got to do is pretty much build it on some of their mountains, and that's scary enough. But I'm going like. France. I don't know because they have like the where they where they're like the cemetery gets full and they go, what do we do with these bones? And they're like, I don't know, stack them in the sewer and then we'll charge people to walk through and look at them. Hmm. So they do some pretty stupid, crazy well, things. That might be scary, like like a haunted part of their part of their ride. But I'm thinking, knowing the French, they'll get. Oh, that would be scary if they get halfway through building it and give up. <laughs> so, right, they just surrender. Ooh. They're like, look. Like, yeah. I'm let tired. That's what they say. They say what? I'm let tired. They say I'm let tired? Why does it sound Spanish? It sounded Italian to me. It's French. I'm let tired. I'm let tired. No. Who would have the scare? What country would have the scariest roller coaster? Afghanistan. I I was going to go with Iran. Iran, Yeah. Somewhere in the east. Or Thailand or something like that. Right this second today, Somalia. (laughs) Like they have the black tunnels and you're like, oh, I hope I get out on the other side of this. Uh, I don't think you can say black tunnels when we're talking about Somalia. You know when you go to the the roller coaster and you're waiting and and then it comes back and people are like, whoo, that was crazy. In, the, in Somalia, it just never returns. <laughs> Rolls back an empty cart. Right. They just put a new one, lay a new one down. The guy next to you is like, I thought you were going to film it the whole time. I thought I was going to come out of here with both arms, but, <laughs> you know? Right. You so, ever read this before? No, I have not found one person. Some five-year-old Somalians got my right arm and my new iPhone back there. Like, you get on the ride, and normally you know, they do the safety thing, but you get on the ride in Somalia, and you're like, 
I am the captain now. <laughs> okay. This is very important for your safety. Do not lock your seats in. <laughs> you need to be able to get out and run at all times. <laughs> I wouldn't ride that. Sorry. <laughs> Ireland, um, it's just, it pulls up to a bar. <laughs> they just give you shots. <laughs> you just get hammered. <laughs> they're like, they're like, uh, it's it's in Ireland, right? So everything's oak and old and moss growing over it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they're like, I'm going to try and do an Irish accent and I know I'm going to completely mess it up. <laughs> but they're like, do a British one. Right, right. They're like, top of the morning to you. Here comes your drinks. And then that's it. They just the bar comes down, lowers down from the top. There's your ride. <laughs> Later on when you when you're when you're pissed, we'll take you home. We'll get in the fate. Roller coaster ride right there. <laughs> the driver to take you home is drunker than you are. That's the scary roller coaster ride over there. Speaking of drinking, this is quite a way to go. 25-year-old Nira Perez is a wine expert in sales. In Salas de los Barros, Spain. I think I nailed that. I think you did nail that. No one wanted to acknowledge it, though, (laughs) (laughs) because... She's a winery, and on Monday, she was watching some wine ferment in a giant vat. Meanwhile, she has to, uh, like, overlook it and take samples and taste and everything. Well, the fumes overtook her. She lost her balance and fell into the vat of wine. And drowned to death. That's awesome. Wow. By the time paramedics got there, it was way too late. She had been dead for quite some time. Uh, In the autopsy, she did. She fought for it, though, buddy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? She was girl. (laughs) I I can do this. (laughs) (laughs) If I could just drink enough so I could touch. Like, she really did try. Um, Apparently, this is a real risk for people in the winery business. Uh, the glasses come from the winery fermenting process, and they're extremely strong. The fumes and the intoxication coming out of the out of the wine glasses themselves. Sure, think about like when you open a vinegar, or if you open um, any type of uh, alcohol or something like that. It open and the smell is just so strong. But think of it like multiplied by like a hundred. Yeah. So not only are they are they huffing this stuff, <laughs> it sounds like a like a degenerate in a shed, right? Right. <laughs> with a, with a big can of of gasoline. Not only are they huffing this stuff, they're also tasting it. That's so a- it's like a double whammy. Uh. And she just went. And that's it. That's like people that work on radio towers, right? They're always these weird people because they're exposed to radiation for climbing the tower. So it's like the person that works in that part of the winery mm-hmm. is always the weird, crotchety, old, weird-looking person because no one else wants to do it because it's so dangerous. Right. You would think they would put, like, mm, gee, I don't know, a rope around them. <laughs> right. Yeah, but that's it's probably some that old person that's sense. been doing it for years. It's like, ah. I got this. I'm not doing that I for guess. pussy. <laughs> Meanwhile, the cases of that wine have sold out already because now it's a special vintage. See, that was going to be my next thing is like, I wonder if they got rid of it all or if they bottled it up like, you know, this is this is special death in a bottle. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's in another country, right? So it's it's the Perez death bottle. All right. We got to take a break. Chris will be in here. We'll talk about the Royals big win last night. He even smells funny. Biggie. 
BMMS. <laughs> the Big Mad Morning Show. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And uh, Chris Plank is joining us. The Buzz 1430, the OU Radio Network, the Big Show 2 to 6, Off and a late Fox night. Sports Radio, Sunday nights 9 to 1. Uh, man, I, I can, it is I, awesome. What a great night. Now, I can confess that... I don't know what it was. I crashed. I had the, t- the game on TBS, and I crashed in about the bottom of the eighth inning. Uh, this there, There's a good reason why. Because the game only lasted, what, almost four hours last night? It was a, <laughs> No, no, it almost lasted five hours, Biggie. A five-hour baseball game. Right. Four hours and 45 minutes. Now, granted, it went 12. But I, Maybe every- that would have helped me sleep through my kidney stones. <laughs> yeah, turn on baseball. Hey, you got another yeah. chance tonight with the Giants and the Pirates. All right. So I fell asleep in the ninth, actually, top of the ninth. Woke up at the bottom to catch the uh, game tying run. And then I, I, I fell back asleep, and I just happened to wake up in the 12th. My daughter started screaming from her bedroom, so maybe that helped a little bit too. But she's like, "Baseball's like, dad, on, Dad, Dad! They're gonna do something cool. You want to watch it?" It was but, awesome. Yeah, it was a great night. It was a great night, and I was watching because uh, I fell asleep in the eighth. Can't, I don't blame you. And, I don't blame you. And I was thinking that the Royals, at least last night, were playing strategy baseball, one hundred percent. Ned Yost might have been fired had they lost the game. You think so? Yeah, they were all over him in the post-game show. Cause, so then you see that game-winning run, run in the 12th, and you can't go to sleep because you're like, oh, my gosh, that just happened. And you want to watch some of the post-game analysis. And Pedro Martinez, who's an uh, analyst on TBS, I guess, was killing him. He's like, my gosh, that's one of the dumbest managed baseball games I've ever seen. He took – you go get shields. You give up one of your top prospects to go get shields, and you take him out after 88 pitches. So there was a lot of things that really went bad last night for the Royals. But – who gives an ass? They you, won the game. You got to remember, Yost was the coach of the Brewers when the Brewers were on the cusp of being an amazing team. Right, and, and then of, they got mad at him and they fired him. Yeah, because he made big-time mistakes. So that shows you how good the Royals are. They were able to overcome. And now they go into a series with the Los Angeles Angels. And I don't know, man. I think they're going to give them a pretty good run. Angels have been the best team in baseball down the stretch, period. And think about it, It's going to be a tough game. It shows you. Listen, we don't, we don't talk much baseball, obviously, during the season. We don't talk at all. But the uh, Oakland A's were the best team in baseball right around the All-Star break. Like, right. hands down, the best team in baseball. And it shows you how quickly a couple of them, they went and they traded for Lester, they went and they traded for Jeff Samarja, and it shows you how a couple of moves that look good on paper can implode your whole team because now they're done. When they it's had, over, they yeah. Had the they barely made their, it in anyway. Yeah, they had the division in their hands, and then they didn't even win a playoff berth until the final day of the regular season, and now they're out. Right. Unbelievable. Moneyball, man. The uh, yes. The best tweet I saw was, that game was much like Oakland's season. Started off huge, was mediocre, and then completely fell apart in the end. Remind, and this is kind of an old school reference, but the old Saturday Night Live Kevin Nealon porn movie reviews. I was into it. I was into it. I was really into it. And then I lost it. You know, that's kind of how Oakland A season went last night. Uh, but yeah, disastrous. Absolutely disastrous. I already tried to get tickets for the series when it comes to Kansas City. Not already happened. sold out. Yeah. All right. Well, if you missed it on the Royals radio network, this was what the final call sounded like. Swinging a ground ball to third. It's there. Fair ball. Up the left field line. Here's Cologne. And the Royals win it. I am. I got to tell you, Biggie made a good point because tickets, I can get scout tickets for the game. Uh, right. Anywhere between two, 150, if you want to sit way high, to oh. 300 
field level, and he's like, "When he, it's been 29 right. years, man. It's been since we were <laughs> 10 that this happened, right? When we used to well, play I mean, baseball. When, when Tampa went to the playoffs that year they went to the Super Bowl, me and my brother paid a ton of money. Yeah, because you never just, know. Because we never And guess what? Hadn't happened again. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it hadn't even come close to happening yeah. before that. So, so I'm glad take advantage of it. it. Uh, by the way, uh, one other note, Tony Sperano was named the interim coach of the Raiders, who will probably go 0-16 Is his name really Sperano? Sperano. Sperano. Did I say Sperano? Uh, no, you, you, I'm like, I may have heard that. Yeah, Tony Sperano, who had been the interim coach for the Dolphins, the head coach for the Dolphins, then for four seasons, and also spent some time with the Jets and now the Raiders. My favorite Raiders tweet I saw yesterday was, it was a Raiders football coach application and it, you had to check a box that said you acknowledge that this was a short-term position. Because <laughs> they go through coaches. Like, I, how many coaches have they had in the last 10 years? I like the, oh, in the last 10 years? I think it's like six or seven in the last 10 how years. How does it get out in the news that fast you're fired over the phone? Yeah, I, because they had just flown back in from England. because they play, So you get uh, off an 11-hour plane ride, and you're pretty sure. I think you pretty much know. I, I think you pretty much know. It's like, we go 0-4, and, and we play like crap, I'm fired. I think he knew. Right, they didn't just... He isn't going to be like, what? Wait, like, where is this coming from? We only gave up 38 points to one of the worst teams in the NFL. How can I be fired? <laughs> anyway, well, more on the Royals win last night and previewing the Giants Pirates in a great weekend in college football next hour. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Chris Plank on the Big Mad Morning Show. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Welcome back, Biggie. Thanks. I miss you. <laughs> I was just, I'm out of it, but I'm I'm powering through it. So far, potty watch, not gone. Yeah, I haven't gone yet since he's been since we've started the show. Don't break the seal. No, break. Oh, the, he needs to. to break the seal. That's what the doctor wants him doing. Break the hell out of it because he wants to pass oh, it. Yeah, do you want to? Do you want to? When he passes the stone, have you want to? You want to hold it? Oh, yeah. I want to see how heavy it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've been waiting to talk to you about this, Biggie. Mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live had their new season okay. start on, on Saturday night. And the... <laughs> it didn't start Sunday. They had some new <laughs> cast members. And one of them was a guy named Pete Davidson. And he, they had a discussion uh, about something that you and I have discussed many times on the show. Okay. And so I'll play it for you, and we'll just talk Be- about it. Beer too. and women. No. Uh, mar- has, marijuana. Ha- money. It has to do with money. Oh, okay. All right. Hopefully. A Pennsylvania teenager faces up to two years in prison for photographing himself in a sexual position with a statue of Jesus. Here to comment is our resident young person, Pete Davidson. <laughs> and he looks like a kid. Everything's good. Now, do you approve what this kid did? I don't approve of what he did, but however, kids my age do that stuff all the time. For example, have you ever played the how much money would you go down on a guy for a game? (laughs) (laughs) That's what we've done that. We've talked that game before, right? People, we've BSed whether we're drinking or whatever. That has come up. Yep. (laughs) I don't think so, Pete. Well... For those of you who don't know what the game is, it's basically one of your friends will be like, hey, man, would you go down on a guy for a million dollars? And then we would all lie and be like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So far, how accurate is this conversation? I've I've heard this conversation quite a bit. On and off air. (laughs) 
So you're saying you would go down on a guy for a million dollars? Of course I would. A million dollars is a steal. <laughs> I hope he starts at a million. I would do it for like 3,000 if I had to be honest with myself. Even if I was doing well. Like, even if I was on a boat and it was my boat, I would still do it. A boat needs... He's making fun of Andy Samberg there, for those that don't know. Even if I had a boat and it was my boat, He's quoting the I'm a boat. A lot of people don't realize that. I don't know what that it is. They just get a boat, and then they're in the middle of the ocean with no fuel, and they're like, ah, I wish I went down on that guy. You know? <laughs> I wish he's stuck in the middle of the ocean now. <laughs> he almost lost it on that one. He's losing his character? Yeah. People will be like, well, Pete, you must be gay. And I'm like, no, I'm a businessman, okay? <laughs> Look, if you're gay, it's fine. Me and my friends are just trying to make money, all right? If you don't go down on a guy for a million dollars, you obviously don't care about your family. Jesus. When I was in high school three years ago, my opinion was different. You know, whenever I played that game and my friends asked me if I would go down on a guy for a million dollars, I'd be like, no, gross, you know? And I meant that because times were different. I lived with my mom at the time, you know? I had food, clothes, I had a TV in my room. I didn't need to go down on a guy. My mom was already doing that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, now I live on my own. So I think, you know, two times a year is an acceptable amount of times to go down on a guy. It makes complete sense, you know? Once in the summer, so you have a great summer, you know? You go to Six Flags and bring your entire family, get the flash pass. <laughs> So the whole family eats. You know, I actually think that's quite noble. Just think of how proud you'll be at Thanksgiving dinner when your grandpa's saying grace and he's like, we'd like to thank Pete's mouth for this wonderful <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Normally we would have that discussion and I'd be like, no, I would not, I'm not doing that. But now hearing, yes, that is a business decision. That is brilliant. Well, I mean, they, the, the million dollar man says everybody's got a price. Ted DiBiase has wrestling <laughs> reference. Yeah, I just thought that was incredibly entertaining to hear him have that business thought process when it came to that hypothetical discussion. You can buy therapy. Funny, <laughs> funny you say that. You know? listen, listen what he says. Some people are like, hey, Pete, won't you have to go to therapy? And I'm like, yeah, but guess who could afford therapy now? <laughs> Uh-oh, <laughs> I do I, have an appointment. <laughs> Is that how you get hired on, Gimpy? I just was, usually the first episode of the season of Saturday Night Live is usually Shaky. okay. Yeah. But I thought, I thought it was a pretty funny one. They had a couple of weird skits that they had with Chris Pratt where they did this thing called Roommates. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just bizarre. They made fun of Roommates, like a, our TV shows, like sitcom TV shows. And they had endearing music playing in the background. And they were like, why are you doing this? And he'd be like, I don't know. Why are you doing this? And then the other character would go, we're in a fight. <laughs> like they oh, were just, like just making fun because you never know in those. Right. Anyway, um, I just wanted to share that with you. I, I have it recorded now. Now I want to watch it because I was worried. They did a lot of cast changing and that usually not good. Yeah. The... The late night, the news part of it was a little different. Obviously, it was different because it was a different cast member doing the news. But um, it was okay. It's that younger black guy, right? Yeah. That does all the impress impressions? No, no. Uh, I don't think so. He does like Jay-Z and Will Smith and all them? No, I don't think so. I don't think it was that guy. guy. I don't think so. Um, I had something. I had a Sam yesterday. Ooh. 
You wrecked your car? Oh. Did you get pregnant? And- <laughs> Did you injure your mouth? <laughs> no. No, I... Um, did you voice over for Asian porn? Uh, <laughs> no. No. No, I didn't do a voiceover for Asian porn. Did you get stuck in a room because you forgot to turn the doorknob and pull? No. No, that didn't have... Close. Lose your phone? Cl- close. I went to the grocery store... And yesterday was payday for us, and I went to the grocery store, had just gone to the bank, bought some groceries, mm-hmm. and at the grocery store, they have the little tray. It's not where the kid sits. Before that, there's a little tray that you can put stuff, mm-hmm. and I put my wallet there. You've and, done this and, before. Yep. And uh, put loaded the groceries in the car, and I remember putting it there going, ha not this time, bitch. Like, I remember <laughs> that I did it last time. Mental post-it. No, yes. I'm going to find you. And... Um, <laughs> I went ahead and put the groceries in the car, got in the old truck, drove home. Two hours later, my wife came home, and we were going to run in the McNelly's Pub Run. And so I went to um, sign up for that and went to pay for it. Didn't have my wallet. And I was like, oh, my. I was. Now I know what it must feel like for it's you, Sam, when you feel like you feeling, forget things. Right? Like- yeah. It's it's a panic that's undescribable. Does it just hurt your whittle tushy to walk around the grocery store with a wallet in your pants? No pocket. No pocket. My, I was wearing my gym shorts. I didn't have pockets. Not even in the front? Like, no pockets would imply well, some no location some for something. <laughs> You've done this before. I have. You need a, you need a fanny pack. <laughs> or a sports bra. <laughs> Why would I need a sports bra? Because that's where I put like my key or my phone or my wallet. If I've you if white I don't trash have it, pockets. you white trash it. Listen or granny it. Well, either one. I mean, my grandmother used to do that. I've never put seen it any in her bra strap. Yeah, I don't know why I felt the need to snap it. I don't know just why to you prove did. I was wearing Hold on, one. I, uh, the guys want you. To, all the guys want you to do that again. Go ahead. Fuck. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's sing so, good. That did. So, ah! So surely I'm not the only person that's ever done a Sam. I'm going to call it a Sam. <laughs> You're just a dumb moment. What was the last Sam that you had, Biggie? Oh, God. Um, I think the last Sam moment I did was I, I took the Navigator and Rebecca had the Kia and I went shopping. And when I came out, I walked around the parking lot for at least... <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> At least 40 minutes going, somebody stole. Who would steal a key? <laughs> like, <laughs> to the point where I was like, all right. That's and awesome. I call her and I'm like, look, I don't know what to do. I've never had a car stolen. Knock on wood. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, are you serious? And I said, yeah. And she goes, oh, well, just hit the remote button. And I'm like, I have been. She's like, well, just try it again. So I did it again, and then I hear way over the white, it's a navigator, go beep, beep. And I look over, son of a bitch. I go, never mind. Because <laughs> she knew you had the navigator, right? Not yeah, the Kia. Yeah, she knew. I just forgot. Remember when you gave her hell for turning the water fa- faucet the wrong way? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, but that's common sense. Uh, so is You your arrived in that car. <laughs> <laughs> and it also doesn't say Kia on the key. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it says on the key. That's an awesome Sam moment. Because I love when you come, like, I'll leave the grocery store or whatever, and you look around, and you're like, how does that person not know where their car is? 
That but I get, <laughs> yeah, people walk out all the time and they're like, they're so lost. They have no idea where their car is. And that's, that's funny that that happened to you. I'm, that's destined to happen to me, the way that I apparently misplaced things. <laughs> Sam, what was the last Sam moment you had? Uh, Just oh, pick yesterday. the most recent one. Yesterday, yeah, of course. When yeah. I stabbed my top of the roof of my mouth with a straw and took off skin because. <laughs> No, legit. That really happened. And because I ran out of hands and I needed to stir my iced tea. So I was like, I'll use my mouth and just try to get the straw with my mouth and swish it around with my head. Because that would be faster than just putting down whatever was in my hand for some reason, my noodle. And so I did that and I went down way too fast. And the straw (laughs) shaved the roof of the top of my mouth and... You could see the skin on the straw, and it still bothers me right now because it hurts. It's like. <laughs> right. Gimpy, what about you? What was the last Sam moment oh, that you had? This morning, I walk into the living room, and I says, what am I doing here again? Yeah, that's not a Sam moment. You don't think that no, happens? No, we all just admitted some really embarrassing stuff. And yours is, like, I went into a room and forgot what I was doing. That's pretty common, man. My sunglasses were on my head. Shucks. I thought I was using a red pen. You don't have anything. You don't have anything. No, I accept. Yours is, I went into a room. And I'm like, God, I came in here for something. I have yours. It is so tough to be so perfect. False. I have his. Okay. Oh, this will be fun. Okay. Ready? In yesterday's meeting... Gimpy explains to Corbin what a forwarded email was. <laughs> you did do that, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I didn't understand what a forwarded email was. He's like, so the guy emailed Brady, and so then Brady hit a button and it forwards the whole email, and it forwards it to my email, and so the guy says, hey. Because I was like, like well, what did the reading? email say? He goes, I had an email forwarded from Brady. I'm like, all right, well, what did it say? And he's like, well, forwarded email is when someone forwarded. Are like, you serious? It, it starts with a capital <laughs> FDW, and then two little dotty things. <laughs> hey, we all have them, right? Yep. Oh, someone want to know, can you, uh, did you get your wallet back? Yes, I did. The folks at Reesers are awesome. Or whoever turned it in. Right, um, whoever did. But the fact that they even held on to it, it was, I was very happy because I thought it was gone. Whoever turned it in, they have a lot of karma points now. Yes. Their bank is full. Yeah, thank God it's full with karma points and not what was in my wallet because it was payday. (laughs) Oh, got money. You know it. They could have been like service fees. They could have went and made it rain at the strip club because we were pulling cash for the weekend. So, yeah, I was very lucky. Yeah, but nobody wants to carry around that hacky sack Rastafari looking wallet. My wallet does not look hacky sack Rastafarian. <laughs> First of all, wallets are dumb, by the way. I'm just pointing that out. Uh, but... You don't even want to wear yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, to me, it doesn't look Rastafarian. It looks like military, yeah, leather jacket. Uh. It's gray leather with two buttons. It's Maybe green. you should go back to the old chain thing so you won't Did you hear what she it. just said? What? It's what color, Sam? Green. Is that not green? It looks greenish. Are you two colorblind? That's gray. Oh, it looks greenish. That's green. No, it's not green. Maybe it, you're colorblind. I'm not. Buddy. I'm not colorblind. Majority rules. Okay, colorblind. We're going to take a break. <laughs> I want to know what your Sam moment was. Feel free to text to us, BMMS, and what it is to 82945. We got tickets to Pearl Jam we're going to give away. Hang out. Awesome. BMMS. Corbin and Biggie. The Big Mad Morning Show. That's 
bitch. Yeah! All right! 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Some of the texts that are coming in of people that did their SAM is awesome. Uh, I haven't been able to see very well lately, so I was telling my mother I need to go to the eye doctor. She asked, where are my glasses? <laughs> that, that usually helps. Uh... I was going to brush my teeth, thought I was using toothpaste, ended up using shaving cream. Ugh. That's gross. Um, yesterday, my same moment yesterday, I couldn't start start my in hour, then someone reminded me to put it in park. Car. My car. I think they meant car, yeah. <laughs> Let me translate. <laughs> Went to DMV to retag my truck. Lady told me it wasn't due yet, argued with her for several minutes before I realized it was my wife's car that was due for renewal. <laughs> no, bitch! But isn't it, I do think it's weird they don't let you do it early. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I've been in there, and, and I was getting my wife's done, and I was like, I'll go ahead and get mine done as well, so I don't have to, and they were like, no, you can't do it early. I'm like, <laughs> You just want all my late fees, The yo. struggle is real. I mean, that's, that's what they do. They, they want you to forget. And, oh, oh, I forgot. Now i got to pay late fee. You think that's their logic behind yes. it? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and give away some tickets for Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam is going to be at the BOK Center a week from today. And tickets are available at the BOK Center box office. We're going to do Pick the Flick. Now, we've been playing this game, and Sam says she is awesome at it. Regardless of the fact she hasn't won. I mean, she's got a great record, right? She's got a great record, which is? It is currently Sam has zero. Corbin has 14. I just want Sam's right now. Sam's is? Zero. Wins. Zero wins. Is that wrong, Sam? No, it's right. But you're good at this. You're good at this. Yes. I am. Why are you so mad? Because this is a sore subject. It makes me grumpy immediately. Why? Does it make you... I'd be mad at Usually I get I get upset and mad when somebody's got the information wrong. So or, what information or, or, or when you're awake? What information do you have? <laughs> what information do we have that's wrong that makes you upset? No, there's no information wrong. It's just I think there needs to be more information added. Like I don't have any wins, but I've only played three times. And P.S. Me and you have the exact same score. We played against each other. We've tied twice. So we are the. We, we do are, not have the exact same score. Yeah. Uh, Gimpy, how many wins do I have? Ooh. Corbin has fourteen okay. wins. That's that doesn't sound the same as zero. No. But when me and you played each other, we both have two. We tied each other both times. So we are of equal so, skill. So do you look no. at a, do you look yeah. at do you look at an older person on this earth and go, look, just because you have more experience, I'm better than you, and you've done nothing. No, I say I'm better than I mean, you because I'm younger. I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> meaning meaning you don't walk up to somebody that's been doing something for years and go, well, I just started, but I'm already just as good as you. Oh, no, that's disrespectful. That's what you're doing. <laughs> right. No. All right, let's play Pick the Flick. The record for everybody is? Corbin has 14, Biggie has 12, and Sam has a big fat zero. <laughs> I like Sam's scores. Like, yeah. So, with that said, please pick Sam today. If you think Sam is good at this game, please pick her. 
No, someone must pick her. Okay. Because that's only fair. We give her a, enough uh, chances. That's her biggest argument, right? Yes. Yeah, because when you guys play, have you people guys had the... all the same opportunity to pick you? Not from the beginning of the year. I've only been playing for like. I don't know, maybe two months, if that. No, she's oh. had the same opportunity for the maybe bulk not the, of the full. Year. I wouldn't say the full year, but she's definitely had at least six months worth of opportunity for people to play. People oh, have had six months when you're here. On. People have had. <laughs> no, that's true. Nine one eight four six zero KMOD. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Misty. Misty, what do you do for a living? I do. I work at O'Reilly's. Oh, oh, O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah. All right, girl. What? Uh, who do you want to read clues for you? Sam, Corbin, or myself? Do power. I'm sorry, Sam, Corbin, Sam. or Biggie? Yeah, oh. vaginas. Yeah, girl. All right. Vaginas. All right, Misty. You understand how the game works, right? Yes. All right. 60 seconds around the clock. Timer starts when Sam gives the first clue. Misty, are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay. You have lost every time you've played. Go ahead. That's not cool. Mental warfare, loser, douche. Loser. Okay. Loser. 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 <laughs> loser. 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 Okay, All right. Here we go. go. Let's go. Next. <laughs> Next. <gasps> oh, this is a movie, and he has AIDS, and Matthew McConaughey's in it, and it's a new movie, and he it was like up for awards, big deal. He got really skinny. And it's a it's a town in Texas. Uh, pass. Oh, oh pass. Oh, um, no pets. Oh, this is a Disney movie, and it's about the elephant with big ears. He's got big ears. Dumbo. Yeah. Woo! Um, oh, military movie, and it's a time, and um, and it's got the redhead in it, and Biggie hates it, and it's awful only until the end. Pass. Oh, pass. Pass. Oh. oh, and this is a movie, and his 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 his, his partner's Robin, and he's in it, but it's with a penguin. Hello? Guess? Go? Nothing? Pass. Ah! Uh, pass. Oh, this is a number and it comes after 41. 42? Yay! Did she beat the timer, Biggie? Yeah. All right, Woo, that was that a double, was a double pointer. pointer. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yes. 40? It technically... That we've allowed that before. Okay. I mean, okay. we're, we're allowing that. Misty, you got three. Who said oh, you okay. won? All right, hang on the line, girl, okay? You may get those tickets for Pearl Jam. Okay. All right, hang on the line. Can I just ask how many times she passed? Yep, let me count here. Sam passed a lot, and that, I think that's her strategy. Her, her most pass was 17 in one game. Listen, I know, Sam, that you're really good at this game and you don't need any advice, mm. but moving your hands around in a circle does not help the listener. They don't know. I mean, they're wailing these hands around and, like, jumping around and dancing. Come on. I had to zip up my hoodie over here. I'm getting cold. Like, she was just... How many times did she pass? She passed eight times. Jesus. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Theron. Theron? Yeah. All right, Theron. I mean, you're going to be the winner, but we do, just out of the basis of playing the game, we need to let you go. <laughs> All right. So who do you want to read clues, Corbin or Bi- uh, Biggie? Uh, Corbin. What's your favorite movie of all time, Theron? Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. All right, man. 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts when I give the first clue, and uh, we just need to beat three, okay? All right. All right, here we go. Uh, this is a movie. It's a cult classic, and they throw a toast at it. And Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's a double pointer. Uh, this is a comic book character, and he is. Um, n- ah, we're going to go ahead and pass. Uh, this has um, Jim Carrey in it, and he doesn't know he's being. Uh, he's on television. Truman Show. Nice. Uh, um, 
This is uh, Dustin Hoffman and Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise is the brother, and he goes and collects his uh, brother. Rayman. They, good job. Uh, this is a James Bond movie where they gamble. Uh, Casino Royale. Nice. Um, when you're dating, when you're married to somebody and you have sex with them, your wife re- refers to that person as? Their partner? No. Oh, no. She's, un- never mind, pass. Uh, Rob Zombie movie, and it's scary. House of Thousand Corpses. Nice. Um, pass. Um, pass. Um, show me the money! Jerry Maguire. Nice. Uh, pass. All right, man. Good job. Like I said, you, you were going to win, but one, two, three, four, five, six. You can't touch this. Seven! Nice. <laughs> there. Nice. Great job, Loser. brother. Hang on the line. We're also going to call you for uh, Flight Foo, okay? Oh, yeah, Loser. man. Thanks. Loser. Loser. Misty, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. I tried. No, it's not. I figured I'd give Sam some... Benefit, so. yeah, it's okay. Uh, listen, I would I want to go ahead and qualify you for flight food as well, okay? Thank you. All right, hang on, line, girl. All right. I feel bad for her. Loser. 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 What, Sam? I want this song out of my ears right now. Like, I want to rip my headphones off. I'm so mad. Loser. I gave such good point or Loser. good clues. And ugh! She's really mad. <laughs> So Green Lantern I passed on. I didn't know. I was trying to channel like a way to say it. Because I'm not big on the comic book stuff. So I didn't know how to give a clue for that. Cornflake, what should I have said for Green Lantern? That one was tough. I agree with you passing on it. I, that would have been Ryan tough. Reynolds. Yellow not, and blue. Make. Not blue flashlights. A ring. Yeah, but then how do I get her to say, get him to say lantern? Yeah. Exactly. Light, yeah. Go camping with it. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the other woman was the, what I was trying to get him to say when you're married to somebody and you have sex with someone else. That person is known as the other woman. That's where I was going the with one that. With um, uh, Cameron Diaz and, and Natalie Portman. Isn't that the other no, woman? No. Where she's, I think so, man. It's uh, Cameron Diaz and um, oh, Kate Upton. Kate Upton. You're right. And, and the hot, funny, redheaded chick. Yeah, that's yeah. It just came out. Not it's too a long good. Ago. That's a good movie. You're Hilarious. right. Um, Face Off, is this the John Travolta um, uh, movie? And Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage? Yeah, where they switch faces. Yeah, I wasn't too sure. Totally Be- realistic. Too, being John, John Malkovich, I had no way how to give clues on this movie without going, John Malkovich is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably would have said they go to the 12th and a half floor. Yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, you go into the mind of an actor. Cyrus the Virus is in this movie, and uh, he, uh, he they, they're in his mind. Yeah, that's that would, a creepy, weird movie. And then another cartoon one, Spawn. They, they made a movie out of that one, too. That's a Marvel, right? Isn't Spawn a Marvel thing? Yeah, it's with that weird alien with a tail. It was uh, DC. It's, it's DC. Oh, sorry. <laughs> John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo oh, okay. in it. All right. Uh, do we have time to go through all 17 or 18 of hers that she has? There's for not 17 or 18. I I knew some of them that she was saying. She, I think I did a good job, and the ones I passed on, they were three. legit. I know, but I'm saying I think I gave good clues. I know, Thank you. One of them you got was, what's after 41? Right. That was a good clue. Only 42 comes next. I mean, duh. she got it, so yes, it's a good clue because she got it, but yeah. it's not like you know the movie. It's yeah, a baseball it, movie with uh, the the black guy that was the first oh, okay, baseball player. Okay. <laughs> I, it is the first baseball player black guy. What no, the guy name? that played, the first baseball player that isn't in it. He's dead. Well, the Jimmy movie's Sosa? about him. The movie's about him. The movie's about him. Okay. Then I was right. <laughs> but and it would have been faster. And listen, I'm 
this shouldn't be a clue. Biggie hates this movie. Right. That's, that because was one how, of your clues. How would they know? <laughs> because we always talk about it, and they're good listeners. Uh, and Listen, maybe, I, maybe that could have been a day she was pooping at the shop. <laughs> and she has no idea I don't like that movie. <laughs> right. Well, Zero Dark Thirty is a double pointer. I also thought it was good You clues. gave no clues about the movie. Except, yes, I did. No, you didn't. You said it was a military movie, and Biggie hates it. And it sucked all the way up to the very end. And you didn't a, give any clues I, about the movie. False? And a redheaded guy. No, the redheaded girl, I said. Or whatever. And You didn't name her name. And then it was you a just, time. Hold on, you didn't say her name. I don't you just know said her it was name. Ex- no one knows her name. I know, but you didn't, gi- you didn't give a clue about the movie. Hey, Sam, the basis of the movie was to kill Osamo Bin Laden. <laughs> like, that was the basis of the whole <laughs> effing movie that you just looked right over. You don't have to do that. <sighs> She's really good at this movie. Oh, Okay. We just this haven't movie, given her enough it's time. It's about a boat in the water. <laughs> Titanic. And they're in love. <laughs> this movie, Nailed it's a, it. This movie, it's about a guy and a girl, and uh, they love each other. Romeo no book. <laughs> yeah, that actually was what it was. <laughs> but see, we're good at it. That's why. Yeah. No, so you guys have a bromance, and you know what each other's thinking. That's so why. now the current record is? Uh, the current record is Corbin. A big old 15. Biggie's got 12. And Sam... Big fat zero. That's Loser. fine. That's only 12 Loser. and 15 you guys will ever Loser. have. Loser. Loser. What are you talking about? How about 12 and 15 number one books in different age groups? <laughs> How about that? Books? Ratings. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant like children's up? books. We can lay out our number ones on the table all day, lady. It's okay. <laughs> I don't think you can say you're good at it anymore. I think you have to start saying, I'm working on being good at it. This okay. This is where this started. You guys said I'd be awful, horrible, miserable at this game. Right? You don't have one. You I tied clues. you twice. You gave clues that you listen. That Biggie hates the move. Biggie hates this movie. That was your clue. Okay, calm down. You will never get this. You will never get this. La 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 la. He even smells funny. Biggie. B-M-M-S The Big Mad Morning Show Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show 918-460-KMOD You can also text BMMS And then what you want to say to 82945 Congratulations to Chuck Smith Tulsa, Chuck is the latest qualifier Flight Food of Voodoo Fest that we're giving away tomorrow night At Jameson South, 91st and Yale from 5 to 7, you can come out there, hang out, and then we'll do some last chance qualifying. We'll start the giveaway at 7 o'clock. We'll find out who's going to win that trip for them and a friend to go to New Orleans to see the Foo Fighters Hotel Airfare tickets for you and a friend. And then we'll throw in some spending cash as well. Thanks to the folks at Jamison's for that. It's all brought to you by Myers Dern, Harley Davidson, and of course, KMOD. Woo-woo! During the break, Sam had no idea that Dallas Buyers Club starred, along with Matthew McConaughey, Jared Leto. Stupid. He's the girl. The prostitute who's, who's his I, buddy. I, I don't know uh, who you're telling. I'm Jared Leto. I'm telling the listeners. Jared no, Leto. I don't, no, I don't think you need to because everybody's aware he won an award for that. <laughs> he won an Oscar for that performance. I don't, I don't know. I didn't click, I guess. <laughs> and you love Jared Leto. You love Jared Leto. And you really liked that movie. Hold and you, you're good at the game. You've seen that picture of Jared Leto, right? Like, you know why I love him. He's a good actor, but he's really pretty. He's packing. He seems like a nice guy. Those are the reasons I like him. Not because he has an Oscar. I understand, but 
him in that role was a huge like it made news that that was him. Meh. Not news on, on my Facebook. What? Not big <laughs> enough news. <laughs> say that. Go ahead and say that line again. Not news on my Facebook. <laughs> That's the. T- I listen. That actually makes sense to me, because we currently live in a world where if it isn't on Facebook, it ain't happening. True story. Hey, Sam, um, you know that Adam Sandler movie, Jack and Jill. Adam yeah. Sand- Adam Sandler played his own sister Jill in that movie. I was just let I you know. I just want to let you know. You know in the movie uh, Big Mama's House? <laughs> you know in Tyler Perry movies? You know uh, Mrs. Doubtfire was actually Robin Williams. <laughs> he was he was the dad and Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> that is awesome. Listen, I, I just don't want you to be confused for the rest of your life. Well, that's impossible, but <laughs> <laughs> the amount of embarrassment that Sam has right now because she didn't know it was Jared Leto. My ears are hot. <laughs> They're turning red. What we've never asked Sam this. What is your favorite movie of all time? Mm, I like Blood Diamond. I like Mean Girls, and I like fight like all Disney movies. Finding I'm remembering Nemo's. now. I'm remembering now. You did mention that Me- Mean Girls was one of your favorite movies of all time. It's really it's it's a great. Bible for girls my age. To be mean? No, it's just it. It's like all the rules of like girls. Oh. What rule? Like, give me an example. On Halloween, you can be as slutty as you want as long as you have ears. Then you're not. You can't be called a slut. It's the one night a year you can't be called a slut. Biggie, um, please don't let Annabelle get life rules from yeah. Sam. Uh, That's or, a horrible rule. Or mean girls, <laughs> right? Or mean girls. And I mean, my daughter's almost two, but I bet she knows Eddie Murphy played all the women parts in Nutty Professor 1 and 2. <laughs> and he's the barber in Coming to America. He's the white barber in Coming to America, too. I mean, also, I... not like number two. I'm not. There wasn't a sequel, I'm saying. In the original. I've <laughs> never seen that movie. You're missing out. <laughs> that doesn't give you credibility by whispering into the mic that you've never seen it. Um... Dustin Hoffman was Tootsie. <laughs> she doesn't know that movie. There's no way she knows that movie. Michael J. Fox played his own sister in Back to the Future 2. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you okay now? I want to see that. I've never seen Back to the Future. Oh I know the premise Lord. of it, 82 miles an hour in the DeLorean. I know. No, the premise isn't the speed of the car. <laughs> and it wasn't 82 miles an hour. What was it? 88. Oh, dang it. And it's about going back in time to fix some things and then not, like you shouldn't, like you shouldn't. It messes stuff up. It messes stuff up is the message of the movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. By the way, I wanted to ask you this quick asterisk, and then we'll lay off the topic of you being good at the game. Um, what? How many times do you need to play for you to feel like it's an even playing field? A year. A year? Yeah. What are you, gimpy? <laughs> you need think... to, you get a year to get to get the shoes comfortable? Yeah. So in a year, when you haven't won half as many as we've won, you will go, I'm not good at this game. Yeah. How about I'll wear the, a t-shirt. How about how about you play every week from here until the end of the year? 
I think that's should be good. Absolutely. Like you, you, you have to be picked. Okay, deal. And then at the end of the year, you got to say whether you're good at this game or not. If if how I, many wins do you predict you'll have between now and the end of the year? Um, twelve can be the most because there's four weeks in a month. Right, but we're off some of those for like, for example, Thanksgiving, okay, Christmas. <laughs> so out of ten, then let's, let's go. Say. Let's go nine. Okay, out of nine, oh, I have to win four. You'll win four. Uh, you'll win. <laughs> you'll win four out of nine. Yeah. Okay. And if I suck and I don't do that, you know that's more than half, right? Yeah. Okay. Humiliating defeat. No, it's not more than half. Four plus four is eight. Okay, fair enough. But for you, you've already played this week and didn't win. Matter of fact, you haven't won. So you're thinking it should be more? No, 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 no. My math was. You're right. My math was off. Oh, okay. Whew, that was tough. Wrong. Thank you for playing. Have a nice day. Next contestant, please. <laughs> Speaking of wrong, Chris Plank and Balls to the Wall Sports. Dramatic finish in Kansas City. The Royals did it. Bottom of the 12th inning. This is what it sounded like. Swinging a ground ball to third. It's there. Salvador Perez singling home that game-winning run with two outs in the 12th, which capped two late comebacks that give the Royals a 9-8 win over the A's. Four hours, 45 minutes. A's lost their seventh straight winner-take-all playoff game since 2000. And if you think the Royals are going to be good next year, no, because they asked the GM before the game about Shields because he, his he's is free his free agent. agent. Yeah, James and Shields. they were like, we will not be in the free agent market. Yeah, no, no, no. He's gone, so gone. So a lot of players will be gone because I think they have two other players that are free agents. Hey, uh, by the way, college football, you know, we got about 24 hours before the weekend starts. Tomorrow night, it's Arizona and Oregon. How about six top 25 matchups? In other words, there are six games that involve two top 25 teams playing each other. So almost half the top 25 is playing each other this weekend, including Oklahoma and TCU, which you'll hear right here on KMOD with a 1230 pregame. And there's three key matchups in the SEC, including A&M at Mississippi State, who's undefeated. Stanford's at Notre Dame. Nebraska's at Michigan State. Probably, as far as the college football weekend's concerned, the best so far this season. And uh, they've announced the time for the shootout, right? The Red River shootout? 11 a.m., two weeks wow. from Saturday. A week Isn't from it, Saturday. It's always 11 a.m. now, right? Because they're been, worried about the guzzle-guzzle? The four years that I've—this is my fourth year on the sidelines, all 11 a.m. The two years prior, they did 2.30 games. Actually, uh, a year before that, they did 2.30 game, and they haven't done it since. So, uh, 11 a.m. for the last five years. So. And you'd rather be that way anyway, right? Oh, yeah. Get back home before, like, midnight. So, I kind of I take it. And, and it's a, it's cool. I know we're going long, but it's cool because we get to the, the stadium at like 5 a.m. and to kind of walk around and take in everything that early in the morning. It's a, it's awesome. Now, it cuts into your party in the night before, but it's still a fun event. So next hour, we'll We talk. feel sorry for you, yeah. sideline yeah. guy for sorry, OU. Sorry that you don't, you, you don't get to party <laughs> that before. I'd love to have a pass to walk around and do whatever I want like you. It's awesome. Uh, you, you would enjoy it, that's for sure. That's Balls to the Wall Sports with Chris Plank on the Big Bad Morning Show. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to 82945. And coming up, we're going to qualify more people for Flight Food to Voodoo Fest. Make sure you're listening. So you hear the cue, you'll call in. Fifth caller, 
Fifth caller at 460-KMOD gets qualified. The giveaway is Thursday night. It's out at Jameson South. Now, this is 91st in Yale, okay? Don't get confused with the Broken Arrow location. This is South, South Tulsa, 91st in Yale. And Jameson is also the people that are giving you 1000 bucks for winning. So, very cool. It's all brought to you by Meyersdur and Harley-Davidson. And, of course, KMOD. I'm excited because I haven't been to that one. The new, new, that's the new, new one. That is the new, new. I'm excited, too, because I haven't been there either. And uh, we'll be playing a game to give it away. We had somebody, friend of ours, who got qualified, um, friend of the show, and he now can't go because a parent-teacher night at school. <laughs> I, listen, I was in so much pain yesterday, and, I'm, and I was involved in that massacre of uh, group texts <laughs> about that. And I, I know... I don't want him to think that I was being a dick, but I was uh, getting ready to, to write unsubscribe MFers. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you didn't even want to deal with anything like that. Well, it's like every time I would get adjusted, then my phone would go, it's a dolphin sound, obviously. And it would go, and I'd be like, oh. That's an awful dolphin noise. It's not even close. I don't think you should be doing that, Sam. I'm, pr- I'm better at sound effects than you are. That's, yes, that is true. I was going to say you see what he did there? He tried to take it in to take the bait. I tried. And she almost did. Sam, it's time to play Stump Sam, so step out of the room. Okay. As we get ready to do another episode of this. And the way it works is we all have a bunch of cards, and we will randomly pick one that we will have to tell Sam three clues. And then she will guess which one she has the most confidence in. And if she gets that one correct, she gets a point. Now, her current record is... current record, she's got 11 wins. She has 12 losses and one push. So, what that means is uh, we're going to see if we can't stump her. Dropped my paper, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, So, we're going to go around the room, and uh, I'll go ahead and go first... I'm going to go ahead and say she's not going to know mine. I don't have the faith that she's going to know mine. Mine's a person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an easy one. I just don't think she's going to know it. I just, unless she's going to surprise us with her knowledge, like there's, she knows this part. Like she has an extra pocket up there. Right. Like my three clues will trigger some knowledge that she has buried. Because, you know, one of the interesting things about people like Sam is you think they're maybe a little airheady, and then they have an amazing they have amazing book knowledge. It's like when you're doing laundry, and then you find like a twenty dollar bill, and you're like, "Whoa, she knew something!" <laughs> yes, because you're expecting your dryer to be empty. Yeah. What about you, Biggie? Uh, mine is a person, and I really, honestly think she will get it. This guy was huge, especially her growing up and us growing up around the same time. Um, her more than us, I think, but she should know mine for sure. Okay. Mine's a real live boy. Gimpy. (laughs) Uh, mine too is a real person and, and she should get this considering where we work and the, uh, how do I put this? The, the notoriety of this person, she should know it. And I want to try to give good clues to where she'll get it, but I, I don't think she will. I don't think you'll give good clues because <laughs> you just don't do. You just don't want to help her ever <laughs> for anything. Um, 
All right, let's go ahead and get her back in here, and we'll see if she can get these done. We're playing Stump Sam. Welcome back. Hello. We all have a lot of confidence in you. That's good. And also not true. <laughs> um, Gimpy, why don't you go first? All right, Sam. Mine's a real person, okay? Mm-hmm. And my three clues are, you ready? Mm-hmm. Cashmere. Greatest guitar player of all time. Rode a motorcycle through a hotel in Vegas. Mm. Cashmere, greatest guitar player of all time, rode motorcycle through hotel in Vegas. Okay. I'll go ahead and go next. Mine's a real person as well. All right. Philosopher, Greek, one of the essential thinkers. Philosopher, Greek, and one of the essential thinkers. You ready for mine? Yeah. Mine's a real person. And my clues are funny videos, stand up, full house. Hmm. Okay. Whose do you have the most confidence in? Uh, Biggies, Gimpies, or mine? Uh, Biggies. Okay. Who's do you have the least? Uh, Gimpies. Gimpies. All right. So Gimpies' clues were cashmere, guitar player. No, and, best guitar player ever. Oh, best guitar player ever. Because apparently clues are opinions now. And rode motorcycle through hotel uh, hallway. Hallway, right? A hotel in Vegas was the clue. Hotel in Vegas. So I thought... Cashmere was from Led Zeppelin. Okay. And when I hear greatest guitar player of all time, I think of Jimi Hendrix. Okay. And I don't know who rode a motorcycle in Vegas. Um, I don't. I know Led Zeppelin was a band, but I think of the guy with the fuzzy head, like the main, you know, the main guy. Okay. And I don't know what his name is. And um, he doesn't look like a motorcycle rider, but Jimi Hendrix, I think he probably does. So. I think I'm going to go with Jimi Hendrix. All right. Now, Biggie, um, the cashmere thing is interesting mm-hmm. because uh, when we started this, he said he was going to try and give really good clues. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> How's that? And I feel clue? like I feel like my statement holds true that you won't do anything to help her. <laughs> I thought it was a good clue. Go ahead and give. Tell everybody who it is. It is Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page, Sam. Why did you pick Cashmere? That's one of Led Zeppelin songs. True. Not. I wouldn't say that's the most famous Led Zeppelin song. That's the first one that came to my mind, so I wrote it down. I could have done okay. Stairway, but that would have given it away too much. So there there it a, is. There it is. Listen, you got to put is. a little bit of a no, challenge there, in it. There it is. No, because we don't know if she's going to... She would have not known it. She would have not have known Jimmy Page at all. You don't I'm think? not... Criti- Listen, it's your clues. You can do them any way you want. I'm just saying... You made a statement, I'm going to give really good clues. Right. And to me, in my brain, those were really good clues. <laughs> if we put a gun to her head, she couldn't have named anyone in Led Zeppelin. Nope. All right. So you have the most confidence in biggies. So my clues were, it's a real person, philosopher, Greek, and one of the essential thinkers. Um, The only... Greek philosophers I know were Plato and Socrates. Okay. Um, and 
I think... I think Plato was the one that talked about, like, your noose is like your divine self, and it wasn't much about... It was, like, about self-philosophy, and, so and Socrates was about, like, world and people philosophy. Right. So I, I think that it's, I'm going to go with Socrates. What did I say before I, when I said when I was going to give my clues and whether she was going to get it or not? I said I didn't think she was going to get it unless what? That was this weird $20 bill floating around her brain of a... Of knowledge. <laughs> of, a, of a dryer that we went, wow. Yeah, you're correct. $20. It is Socrates. Yeah! But it's not Woo! worth any points to you. I mean... Not points for the game, but I get points in my heart because that's a win, and I'm excited. <laughs> I still yes, take it those is. home with me. All right, so you had the most confidence in Biggie's. Yep. And Biggie's clues were funny videos, stand-up, and full house. Um, I, I think I know this really good because um, the guy in full house, um, the dad, his name is Bob Saget, and... I saw, I've seen his stand-up, and he's raunchy, and it's uncomfortable because I'm used to seeing him as a dad and not as a creeper, so, but I have, I know that he does stand-up for sure, so I'm going to go with Bob Saget. Okay. Now, Biggie, hmm. I felt like when you gave the clues, there was maybe an asterisk here, because initially, I agree, Bob Saget, mm -hmm. but Dave Coulier was on the show as well, and he also did stand-up, and he had funny videos... So, but, but here's my, here's my thing. I don't think Biggie thinks Dave Coulier's funny and would probably not give him the credit of stand-up or funny videos. I, that's where my head is. Well, he was on Full House and he was a stand-up. I would have given him credit for both of those. I know the answer to But this. I have no idea what funny videos you're talking about with Dave Coulier. I know he was, he did a bunch of cartoon voiceover stuff, but I don't know what funny videos he ever did. Right. Well, I think that anything can be made a video, but Bob Saget, didn't he host the, the funniest video show? Okay. I, I, I think so. I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I just want to throw in two cents about it because I, the, I felt like that was kind of an asterisk thing. So, But you're staying with Bob Saget? Yes. All right. Yeah, Bob Saget. Yeah! Dave Coulier hosted America's Funniest People. Right, but he also did video. He had videos, and he was the voice. He did uh, cartoon voices and stuff like that. Right. So, I mean, funny videos could be quite widespread. Right, right. Yeah, but I don't think anyone thinks Dave Coulier when you say funniest videos. I didn't know you were referring to the show when you gave the clue is my point. That's why I said funny videos. I didn't say America's Funniest. I didn't want to give her the whole name of the show. Right, right. You wanted to do what Gimpy did. You didn't well, want to I give her the full house, and I, if that, that didn't give it away, then she deserved to lose. Right. So now the record is she's tied up, twelve and twelve. Twelve wins, twelve losses, one push. Would you oh, say you're good at this game, yeah, Sam? Yeah, you're mediocre. Way to be nothing and nothing. <laughs> you're average. False. Yay. Way to. <gasps> what would you say? Would you say you're good at this game? I would say I'm. I'm exceptional at this game. You're because... exceptional. Yes, I am exceptional because. I've you been, just know I'm on. I've been a bunch of points, so it's not like I'm That's tied your up. fault. You're right. No, uh-uh. I'm good at this game. I'm a bad gambler. <laughs> there you go. All right. I'll buy that, actually. Yeah. All right. Good. good job, Sam. 12 and 12. We're going to take a break, and uh, we got top five Ooh, songs coming up. Top five songs this week are the top five Christian metal songs that don't sound Christian. We'll be back. Awesome. BMMS. Corbin and Biggie, the Big Mad Morning Show. That's right! Yeah! All right! 97.5 KMOT. 
Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to 82945. Be listening for that cue. When you hear it, be the fifth caller at 460-KMOD. And you could be qualified for flight foo to Voodoo Fest. I don't know why that makes me laugh, but it does. I imagine that when they get picked on stage, that's what they're going to sound like. <laughs> There's a story in the news, and I don't know if you've seen this story, Biggie, but we all know that marijuana is legal in the state of Colorado. What? There's a court case going on, though, in the state where someone who was needing medical marijuana was doing it off hours when they weren't at work and would go to work, get tested, not pass the drug test. Mm -hmm. Company has a zero tolerance drug policy and they fired him. Okay. The guy I've sued saying it's not, it's something legal, just like alcohol. He wasn't impaired at work and he needed it for medical reason. The employer is citing that it is a federal it's federally against the law and then it's within their rights I, I guess my point is hey if it's company policy there's nothing you can do about it meaning if it's still in your system they don't want you working i don't care if you got high a day ago and then you show up and you're 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 behind the wheel of a del- delivery truck and they still consider you having marijuana in your system insurance wise it's bad for it so if you're going to smoke pot follow the rules what if about when it stays in your system long after you're impaired then that's you're then that's your fault so you're you're siding with the company yeah listen i'm all for weed everywhere let's have it growing out our ass i just if if it's a policy it's a policy period you got to look at the business owner and go um i know that having delivery guys behind the wheel of these big rigs uh, with marijuana in their system is a is a nightmare insurance wise. So the, even if it's legal as hell, they could have a zero tolerance policy. They could have a zero tolerance policy on something totally legal like alcohol. You think they want a delivery truck driver drunk? No. He go ahead, Sam. What if that guy was a doctor? Like if the, if his job was to be a doctor, would that change the story? I don't know, would it? I think so. Like I, I, I totally side with the company too. If that's if that's the policy, that's the policy. If you're stationed in Colorado and you're in the military, you still can't smoke pot. Like there's just even any, in your off hours when you aren't on duty. Right. You, there's no zero tolerance. You cannot smoke pot so, if you're in the military. But you can drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. And both are le- or in that state. Both are legal. Right. See Mrs. the dilemma, Jones, Mrs. Jones. Sometimes the surgery takes anywhere from three to four hours. But I went to a Rush concert last night, so it's going to take six to ten. Right, <laughs> I got to stop to eat. <laughs> the guy's name is Brandon Coates. He's a quadriplegic who has been on medical marijuana since 2009, and he was fired by Dish Network for failing the company drug test. Quadri- so he's answering phones. I mean, he's not laying cable. Right, he's not doing brain surgery. He's, he's not out driving on truck around either. But he. Knew if you work there, it's your responsibility to know the policies. And so, if they're if they are like, even if you have a prescription, it's zero tolerance. You cannot smoke pot. Then it's America. Get another job. Like yeah. if that's so, their so, policy. All right. So it was prescribed to him, mm-hmm. and much like let's say Adderall, mm-hmm. 
and he gets tested for Adderall, and they don't ban him for that because it was prescribed. What's the difference? Their policy? It's their- Why? It's a zero-tolerance drug policy. As far as he's concerned, the doctor prescribed it to him, much like one would get prescribed Adderall. Right, but if they have in their contract your employee handbook that they test you for marijuana, and if you fail marijuana, then you're out. If it says in there that if they test you for Adderall and you fail Adderall, you're out as well. Right. I mean, it would all depend on the drugs that are no-nos in your handbook. I think in the iHeartMedia, because now we're called iHeartMedia, that their policy is illegal drugs. What does that mean? So if they they wanted to test you, you can't, you know, it would be illegal drugs. I don't know if it mentions specific drugs. So So just drugs that aren't prescribed to you or marijuana. Illegal drugs. I'm just... I'm just saying it brings up an interesting discussion. Pee in this, Sam. Because this is a case that's setting a precedent that even though it's legal at the state level, the companies are still still operating with federal rules. Or their own rules because they're their own company. And dishes everywhere. So like if if they're a company that is, you know, United States and the, the the drug policies are different. If I was Dish, I'd be like, oh, we're just going to say no because we don't want to mess with, you know, this state to this state. Just everybody, you work here, you can't do it. Sorry. You like don't like our it. Our Denver sales are down. Right. right. They're not. The productivity <laughs> is so low. No, I, I just think if it's the company's policy, it shouldn't matter what, what even the law is. Period. I agree. It's a company. They can do what they want. Right. I know several bar owners. And some of them let their employees drink while they're working. Right. And I know a lot of bar owners that that is the biggest no-no, period. And you will be terminated on the spot. It's not a law. It's their law. It's their rules. So, I mean, alcohol and drugs could be totally legal. I mean, alcohol and marijuana could be totally legal. But if that company goes, listen, we're going to randomly test. And if you test, you're fired. But a, do you think the difference is with a bar? The bar says that it is uh, you, you can't drink during company time, which makes I get that you can't be high during company time. Right. But if you show up and it's still in your system, then you didn't allow your, uh, yourself enough time. You weren't smart about it. You need gimmick control. I like to call it. I think that this is an interesting snafu when it comes to states saying it's OK for legal marijuana. And companies are like, Ugh, because it, it depending on the test, it can stay in your system like what is it, thirty days or something like that, yeah. or a hair test, and it's in there forever. Y'all long hair, obviously. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Uh, some texts that are coming in. Yes, but marijuana is still federally illegal. That's the big snag. Another text. Just because you fail a urine test doesn't not mean does not mean you were under the influence of the drug at the time. Yeah, but if that's the policy, if the policy says if we test you and it's in your system, they don't care. They don't care if you're under the influence. If it tests positive, that's all they care about. You can sit there and say all you want that oh, I was only point oh 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 one percent. Well, guess what? That's not in the policy. It says if you test positive, you're out. This is a text that someone sent in, and my wife works there too. If you work, uh, this, they work at Conoco, and if you get, you can get tested any time for alcohol, 
or any kind of drug, and if they test positive, even for alcohol, you're fired. So if you go out the night before and party and get home at midnight and get up and you got to be at work and they test you first thing in the morning and you you fail, you're, like, you're yeah, fired. Pearl Jam. Yeah. On the frame cable, they had breathalyzers on our quarter deck when you first come on the ship and you're like, permission to come aboard, and they say permission granted. And then they. By the way, do you have to do that every time? Yes. <laughs> My stuff's there. And there's okay. lines. And anyways, um, they have breathalyzers on the quarter deck, and if you blow any .001, then you're DUI because you drove there, if you did drive there and your vehicle's there, because it's same-day-no-way policy, and, um, and then drunk at work. You get the book thrown at you. So if you know that, don't drink bef- the night before. Like, why risk it if you love your job or if you're getting paid? There's another task, uh, text. If you test positive for Oxycontin and you don't have a prescription, you get fired too. Yeah. Yeah, duh. Because it's not prescribed <laughs> to you, stupid. Duh. Hey, man, I, I, uh, no, don't fire me. I got, I got a prescription for that heroin. Well, it's my, it's my brother's. <laughs> no, um, well, we were all born with crack. I just smoke mine. <laughs> I like this thing. God prescribed me with crack. I just put mine in a pipe and smoke it, bitch. Good morning. You're on the air. Yeah. Uh, uh, opinion on the marijuana. Uh, I think that they need to come up with a method to test you to see if you're doing marijuana right now instead of, you know, they could do a hair follicle and, and go back as many years as they want. Right, so I mean, but this is like far, it, this is all new. So they're, I mean, it's just gonna it's gonna take time for them to be able to test if you're high, like right now. I mean, what are they supposed to do? Tell you a really lame joke and see if you giggle? <laughs> no, I, and I'm sure they could do a blood test to see how what percentage is in your bloodstream right now, or they could, you know, they they could figure something out with the technology that we have today. They can figure something out. Right. Thank you so much for calling, man. All right. Thanks. See, see you later. Text came in, you don't want semi-drivers on the road if they're on muscle relaxers, right? Right. Yeah. I don't know. They probably are, but they're not testing them. Oh, yeah. They are. Yeah. They probably are. Sam brought up doctors. You don't know if a doctor smokes marijuana or not. No. You'd like to think that they don't. Who's testing him? Right. God, that would... That would suck so bad. Like, obviously, but... Like, now I feel like any time I go to the doctor, I'm going to be like... More aware, because I just assume their doctors are responsible, and they would never do that. They take an oath to not do that, I think. They take sure. an oath to not do drugs? My next surgery, I'm going to look my doctor right in the face, and I'm going to go, I dare you to say rubber baby buggy bumpers without smiling. <laughs> I dare you to say left rear wheel. wheel. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he'll go, you can't even say it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things to do during a liquid lunch is when we're all done, just kind of under my breath, but loud enough so people can hear you, is be like, all right, well, i got a su- surgery at two. Because everybody's seen you drink. I've done that with a, a sand flight. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody gives you a look like, wait a minute. That guy's going to do brain surgery. <laughs> Another text. I think people are crybaby bitches. You broke the rules. Get over it. I don't disagree with that either. Yeah. But I can understand how someone would think they're prescribed medicine by a doctor and don't think they should get fired for it. Well, I mean, stupidity shouldn't get them out of it. They should know their company rule book, you know? Right. Couple like, more. I'm pretty sure that ours is full of stuff that's not very fun. Good morning. You're on the air. I've never read. Hey, to the guy that called about to see, you know, if you could test right now, I've heard that they have a THC swab test. So 
so they like swab the inside of your mouth and they can see if you actually how long ago you smoked. Oh, really? A swab test. Okay. Where did you hear that? Uh, seen it on the internet, but you know what they say. If you read it on the internet, it has to be true. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Have a good one. What, Very if, true. what if you eat the gummy bears? You don't smoke them. No, but you would have THC. Where would you put them? Would you snort them? Oh, yeah. Okay. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning, guys. Hey, dude. What? Hey, uh, I think, I don't know. I mean, you know, policies are policies, and if you're going to smoke, you take that risk. You're, you know, you knowingly, knowingly do it, just like driving drunk. You know, you're drunk. You're knowingly going to do it. You knowingly, you know, you know you're going to take a chance of getting caught. So, I mean, six and one, half a dozen the other. If you're going to do it, you take the risk. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it anyway. You know the consequences <laughs> if you get caught. All right, man. Thank you so much. See you later. Hi, Carbon. Yeah. Now you take it all in your own hand. You're going to do it. You're going to do it anyway. Half of one, six in the other, <laughs> two birds with one bushes. <laughs> if you're going to do it, you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, the sun comes up, sun's going to shine. That's right. Uh, <laughs> dog's ass is right on the clock once or twice a day. <laughs> Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Phil. We were talking about, like, doctors and truck drivers doing it and do you guys think you could do your job 100% if you were high on marijuana? Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I that I love when people bring this this conversation up is how do you know we haven't? And apparently you're doing an awesome job because you guys rule. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Have a good one. I mean, that was my point with the doctor. You don't know. <laughs> uh, do we have any cookies? <laughs> we already ate them all. Oh. All right, last call. Go ahead. You're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I had an input on the mouth swab thing. All right. Um, that can basically test back to 12 hours. So technically, that's the closest thing they have to being able to tell if you're high at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, and I've actually had it done to me. Uh, mouth swab, what it does is it takes some of the skin cells off the inside of your cheek. And so if you've smoked, like, in the last four hours or so, then, yeah, it's going to pull for it. But uh, I I actually smoked resin about two hours before my first job interview at a casino and went in and had a mouth swab, and uh, I passed it. I learned how to pass it. Uh, some friend of mine, uh, when they have you scrub your cheek, if you move your cheek with it, it doesn't actually scrub the skin cells off as bad. And if you take a, a regular, like, white Tic Tac and you tuck it down in the back of your cheek, it'll actually... Uh, It'll uh, make it make it pass for you. Wow! That's why when you go in, they ask you, "Have you brushed your teeth? Use mouthwash? Or have you ate a mint in the last two to four hours?" All right, man. And did uh, you did you get that job? Uh, actually, yeah, I did. I was valet at the Hard Rock Casino. Oh my God! You were driving cars, and and <laughs> and uh, how long do you still have that job? Uh, no, my my boss was an a hole, so I quit. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, what was he an a hole about? Uh, he, he just, I don't know what it was. Uh, ever since I started there, he picked on me hardcore. I don't, most of the guys that had been there had been there for years and years, and I don't know what it was. I just didn't get along with him. Cool. All right, man. Have a great yeah. day. Thanks for calling, man. See you later. Yeah, no problem. You guys, too. All right. Hey, Carbon, you, <laughs> you get pulled over for DUI, you put a dirty penny under your tongue. I uh, can't snap. Hold on. You should pass like that. Wasn't it amazing that he was like, this is how you pass the drug test, blah, 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 blah. What'd you get fired for? Huh. I don't know. 
He was an a-hole. Hey, where'd you learn that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it can recite the exact detail on how to pass a drug test. I'm on a website called narcocheck.com. Okay. And they have these THC saliva tests. It's for marijuana only. And like they're saying, you rub it on the inside of your cheek and you put it back in the in the solution and you wait 10 to 20 minutes and then it'll show up if they've smoked any narcotics or have THC in their system for the last four to six hours. I think that's good. Yeah. I mean, they can do an impaired test to see if you're impaired. But if you're answering phone calls... Yeah, like start dazed and confused, and if you can't press stop, <laughs> you got to go home, man. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. Corbin. He even smells funny. Biggie. Bears. B-M-M-S. <laughs> the Big Mad Morning Show. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And what you want to say to 82945. Congratulations to Frankie Drumright. I'm sorry, Frankie Williams of Drumright. Frankie's the latest qualifier for Flight Food of Voodoo Fest. Hey, all right, Frank. Yeah, Frank. What is that, Frank? Uh, Frankie, forget about it. <laughs> Frankie's mom is making some pasta. You guys need to come over later. He's the latest qualifier. Him and Frank could be on their way to New Orleans to see the Foo Fighters. The giveaway is Thursday. Out at Jamison South. That's at 91st and Yale from 5 to 7. The giveaway starts at 7. Forbes yesterday, Biggie, put out, they put out their list of billionaires. Mm-hmm. And yesterday we went through some of the people on it. Am I on it yet? You are not on it. Son of a But bitch. these are the youngest billionaires under 40. Yesterday we just named the one biggest year. one. Go out one year. All right. First one that they've listed here is Dustin Mos- Moskowitz. He's 30 years old. This was Mark Zuckerberg's roommate at Harvard and the third employee of the company. He's worth $8.1 billion. So do you think he actually helped or was he just his roommate and he knows secrets about what he masturbates to? Ooh, either way, that's genius. I don't right? know. <laughs> that's $8 billion. Mark's like, hey, man, you know, I'm a multi-billionaire. And he's like, I remember when I used to live with you, what you used to do. Mark Zuckerberg, of course, is on the list. He's 30 years old. He's worth $34 billion. Can't I just have four? He wouldn't miss four, would he? How about one? That's half of it. Just give me one. Give me one thirty-fourth of your billion dollars. Four isn't half of 34. Oh. What is your problem today? I'm really bad at math. I'm good at pick the flick. I've won none, but I'm good. That's her math. He's got $34 million. Can I just have four? He wouldn't miss four. That's half. Yes, I was timesing, and that's still wrong, so, yep. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Next on the list is Elizabeth Holmes. She's 30 years old. Now, she is famous for dropping out of Stanford her sophomore year, and she founded a company that does blood, blood testing off one drop of blood. Whereas usually companies need vials of it, and she is worth $4.5 billion. She needs to tell my doctors that. (laughs) Right. Uh, Scott Duncan is next on the list. He's 31 years old, and he is the youngest of four siblings who are heirs to the late, their late father, Dan Duncan's energy pipeline empire called Duncan. Is it like an oil thing? I drink your milkshake kind of guy. Yeah, $7 billion. 
Dude. Next on the list is a guy that we thought would be a laughing stock because he created a little company that they got that got shut down called Napster. Oh. He's 34 years old. His name is Sean Parker. He's worth $3 billion. Not too bad for a failure. It's He helped out with uh, Facebook. Didn't you see the scene in the movie? <laughs> yes. He was like, why don't we drop the the? Yes. Oh, he was Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Who is also the same Justin Timberlake, Sam, that sings on stage and was in NSYNC. Yeah. Oh, I know him. Robert Para. Robert Para. He's 36 years old, and he had his own company called Ubiquity Networks. Got all these nerds, man. He, the company specializes in Wi-Fi application Amplification systems. Oh, nerd, yeah, nerd, yeah, dork, yeah, dork. Yeah. $2.8 billion. Jack Dorsey. He's 37 years old. He dropped out of college and he co founded this little thing called Twitter. Jeez. He's worth $2.7 billion. Uh, that G- means there's someone else out there sharing. So that's just a percentage, a percentage of it. Yep. Wow. Um, he is one of the other people that founded, uh, hold on a second. The next guy I have is Jan Coem. He's 38 years old and he founded an app called what's up, which ended up getting bought by a little company called Facebook for 19 billion. Uh, He's worth $7.6 billion. Uh, Travis, this is all to make everybody feel really, really great about their lives. Travis Kalanick is 38 years old. And he is the CEO of Uber. He's worth $3 billion. Nick Woodman is 39 years old. And I think he's probably one of the better entrepreneurs out there. He created a little device because he wanted to film himself surfing called GoPro. Oh, he's he's worth, awesome. He's worth $3.9 billion. Dude, GoPro is everywhere. Yeah, it's a brilliant company. And all he wanted to do was create something for him. And it made a ton of money. How much is he worth? $3.9 billion. And probably still growing. Chase Coleman is 39 years old. And he has a company called Tiger Global Management. They're a managing, managing uh, money. You should be able to say it, I think, if you're going to work there. A money management business. They oversee $14 billion dollars. And money, he's worth $1.9 billion. You know what these guys never worry about? Their phone ringing and somebody going, Hey, man, we're going up to the bar. Uh, going to watch the game, have a few drinks, eat a little something. You feel like going? Nah, man, it's not. Payday isn't until t- Tuesday. Right. Like, th- that never comes out of their mouth. Here's another phrase they Can never you say. Me up? I don't have enough money for gas. Here's another phrase they never say. It's payday. It's always payday. <laughs> yeah. They never have to worry about payday, like Biggie they, said. So they never go, it's payday. They say it when they open their wallets. Right. Every time. They and, also never go, do you guys want to split this tab? Right. <laughs> if I was a billionaire, I'd buy for I'd buy lunch for everybody every day. Yeah, me too. In this room. And well in that one too, sorry. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll stop here. <laughs> the side of the glass. <laughs> if I was a chick, I would date every one of those girls or guys. <laughs> attractive 
Yeah. I mean, they, I think they're all, well, they well, have money. Of course, so of course you're saying that. Of course. But, I mean, they're all good looking. That girl with the blood thing, she was pretty. Of course. I didn't look at her as, I didn't, I wasn't judging her looks. I'm thinking about how much. She has a lot of money. But aside from having money, they're all like pretty, they're all pretty You can't do that now. If I would have shown you pictures blind, Mark Zuckerberg is not cute. You are lying. Yeah. Neither is the guy from uh, Napster. But a couple of billion dollars makes him look way better. Absolutely. It doesn't matter how much money Chris Plank gets. Not helping. He's always going to be ugly. (laughs) Not helping at all. Chris Plank and Balls of the Wall Sports. Well, if you went to bed early last night, a dramatic finish in the Royals game against the A's. This is what it sounded like with two outs in the 12th inning and the game-winning run at second. Swinging a ground ball to third, it's there! Fair ball! Up the left field line, here's Cologne! And the Royals win it! That was the game-winning hit from Salvador Perez, making their first postseason appearance since the 1985 World Series. The Royals are sticking around. They'll open their best-of-five division series on the road Thursday against the Angels after winning last night in 12, 9-8. And now the blackout rule has been scuttled as we segue to the NFL. The FCC is turning its attention to another NFL issue, preventing networks from using the name Redskins. Uh-oh. On Tuesday, FCC Chairman Tom Wheelman, uh, Tom Wheeler, excuse me, said that the league will consider a petition filed earlier this month alleging that the term is indecent. So in other words, whenever teams are playing the Washington Redskins, if broadcasters say it, it's treated like dropping a bomb. So, what? Yeah, yeah. Quote, we so they're going to dump it or are they going to fine them? They're going to fine them. We will be dealing with that issue on the merits and we'll be responding accordingly. I don't see that happening. It's going to be a tough. I don't. Fight, I don't see it? that happen because then you you open the doors for a bunch of words. Yeah. If you now, okay, Redskins indecent. What's next? You know, yeah. what's the next word that ends up being on the naughty list, so to speak? So, uh, George Washington University, a law professor there, argued this petition that the term constitutes a racist, racially derogatory word. So now, if you say Redskins, Jeez. we could get wow. in trouble. We better get our fix in while we can. That's balls to the wall sports. I'm Chris Plank on the Big Man Morning Show. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We were talking during the break. Because Justin Bieber's in the news on TMZ. He punched a paparazzi in the face or something, I don't know. What does he have to be mad about? What is so horrible in his life? His skinny-ass neck. Yeah, but even then, does, is that worth complaining about? I mean, to him, if you got everything going for you and you and there's nothing you can do about this weird ostrich-slash-lesbian <laughs> skinny chick neck that you got. Yeah, if I was him, I'd be like, yeah, that gets models. I mean, I'm like, you have something to complain about. You have kidney stones right now. Yes. Cornflake has no gas in his car. He's got something to complain about right now. Yes. I'm just saying, like... What does that guy have to complain about? What's so horrible to be have rage like that? Uh, do you think he's just trying to prove that he isn't a, a big pussy? I I don't know. Does it? I would still be like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm a pussy who has sex with models. I mean, think about it. Michael Jackson, <laughs> almost the same way, right? Everyone, nobody looked at him as a threat. No one ever. Yeah, but yeah, he never tried to punch people. 
Right. Well, right. So maybe he just needs more bodyguards around him. Muslims in bow ties. That's what Michael Jackson ended up doing <laughs> with the, with the, all the the umbrellas. On yep. Wednesdays, we do the top five songs. You're right. Top five songs. And today, speaking of religion, uh, we have a special religious themed top five list. <laughs> It's time for the top five songs. This week, it's the top five Christian metal songs that don't sound Christian at all. From listener Dylan Marr, 13. Now, here's Corbin and Biggie with this week's list. Top five Christian metal songs that don't sound Christian by Dylan Marr, 13. Number five on the list was released in 2006. The band is a Christian hard rock band, and they were formed in Temple, Texas in 2002. The song, you hear it all over the place. It's in... Movies and video games. The lead singer is like a munchkin. I know her well. Lacey Mosley. So the song is about how the world can sometimes be a sick and messed up place and how that influences us and tells us how we should live uh, should live or who we should be. Flyleaf, I'm So Sick, number five. So number five, Flyleaf, I'm So Sick. Top five Christian metal songs that don't sound Christian by Dylan Marr, 13. Cornflake, what do you think? Thumbs down. Doesn't sound metal to me. You don't think that sounds metal? It's kind of heavy, but okay. yeah, not metal. All thumbs right. down. Sam? I give it a thumbs down because she sounds like Avril Lavigne on her period. She's like whiny, an extra girly voice, and... I, I don't like it. Thumbs down. Gimpy. I, yeah, it belongs on the list. It doesn't sound Christian at all, but I'm going to give it a thumbs down just because I don't like it. It makes me want to choke myself. All right, Biggie. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Um, I'm not necessarily want to hear her singing about God all night, but I want to hear her saying God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm a thumbs up. I think this sounds like... I mean, the definition of metal is pretty broad, so I don't know if it sounds metal enough for everyone, but I think it, sound, it definitely doesn't sound Christian. I don't think it sounds Christian at all. And uh, somebody sent a text in, Biggie, and they said, are you going to play the God-guessing games with the song? Normally, the answer to that question would be yes. The reason we're not is because they don't sound Christian, and we don't know if they're all going to have a reference, too. We could definitely try and play it. I'm in. I, I think we don't, just so we can move this along a little faster. Okay. It, it tends to you know drag out if we do that. Uh, so number four on the list of the top five Christian metal songs is a Christian metalcore band from Indiana that formed in 2001. The album Attack of the Wolf King was released in 2010, and the uh, lyrics appear to be from three different perspectives. First, Satan telling the singer that there is no hope for redemption. Second... 
God telling the singer that there always has been and always will be hope. And finally, the singer's thoughts on both situations. King of the Wolf King? Um, Attack of the Wolf King is the name of the album. Hmm. I uh, am the werewolf! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that that was a religious deal. Number four on the top five Christian metal songs that don't sound Christian uh, by Dylan Marr 13, Haste the Day in the Place That Most Deny. Printed out the lyric sheet. I did. Yeah, I don't know if the lyrics are right. I'm just kidding. There's no way to know. I couldn't tell. <laughs> Cornflake, what do you think? Thumbs up. This is, uh, I think it's pretty rad. This is metal as hell, even though ironically Christian. Yeah, thumbs up. I like it. Sam? Um, I guess I'm going to give it a thumbs up because my definition of metal is like music that makes me feel like I'm in trouble and getting yelled at, and that's what this guy's doing for me. So <laughs> She was just... making the face, too, the whole time. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I did wrong? He's today. So I guess thumbs up belongs on this list. Gimpy. Yeah, I'll give it a thumbs up as well. It, it doesn't sound Christian. It all belongs on the list, and, and I like it. It's got a great sound to it. Biggie. Uh, for this list, thumbs up because I would love to be in on a conversation of a little kid trying to explain to his uber-religious parents that, no, this is a Christian band. Mom. Right. Right, I love that argument. They're like trying to throw it out, and you're like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's about the Wolf King. <laughs> Why can't you be a good kid and listen to Nickelback? <laughs> I'm a so thumbs, thumbs up. up yeah. I'm a thumbs up as well, and I like Biggie's argument for why it should be on the list. So, Top five Christian metal songs that don't sound Christian by Dylan Marr 13. If you have a list, you can always send it to us, show at KMOD.com. Number three on the list is a Christian metalcore progressive band from California. Listed on Billboard's top Christian albums in 2009 at number 27, the band's name is a reference to the 1976 film Logan's Run. What's that movie about, Cornflake? I have actually never seen it. I know it's been around and some people love it, but I have never seen this movie. God, I was testing you. Why does that sound familiar? Was it Michael Caine, I think? Uh, the lyrics are about the singer's inner struggle to stay true to his Christian faith. What'd you find, Biggie? Logan's Run, 1976, an indie sci-fi. It has one major drawback. Life must end at 30. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, number three on the top five Christian metal songs that don't sound Christian by Dylan Marr, 13, is Destroy the Runner, My Darkness. Back. 
I can just see the pastor in the back of the church in his flame shirt, <laughs> nodding his head like, this is a good way to get to the children. His fire retires. Pastor, please! <laughs> Flesh of God! Blood of God! Drinkings, eat it! Number three, Destroy the Runner, My Darkness. Top five Christian metal songs that don't sound Christian by Dylan Mar 13. Uh, Cornflake, your thoughts? Uh, thumbs down. At the, uh... The beginning part? Yeah, I know. Yeah, when you said, because it said metalcore, which I know you were just doing the notes for, but I heard this. I heard the beginning part of it. Oh, now it won't start off from the beginning. Um, but it was like, it sounded like a band that Sam would love compared to what we yes. heard at number four, <laughs> which was much more, this was the number four band. That sounds metal to me. She clutches her purse every time you start that song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And this part, she actually unclutches her knees. Right. <laughs> this sounds like a band you would like, right, Sam? Yeah. Get your skinny jeans, worship God, and then they trick you. And they come screaming. In some, then they <laughs> scream you out of your panties and soul. I'm going to see well, the... Hey, wait a minute. Just take what? it. Take my purity ring. I don't, get it. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> thumbs up or thumbs down there, Cornflake? Thumbs down. Sam. Um, they, I mean, they, they, they passed the test. They screamed in there for no reason, so thumbs up. Gimpy? I'll give it a thumbs up. It sounds, it starts off really soft, but it turns out to be really good, so thumb, thumbs up. Uh, I'm going thumbs up for the bait and switch. <laughs> well oh. said. Well said. They're like, no, I'm a really nice guy, blah, 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 blah. You get back to their house, and they're like, take your clothes off, lay down, bitch. <laughs> like, and then you're done. I feel like it's they've got the formula right. Double kick, screaming into the mic. Yeah. Like I don't. The bait though. Oh, right there. Listen to that. That's to get the girls up front. They're like, let's go up front. Let's go up front. Destroy the runners here. And then they rape your ear and yeah. scream at it. I mean, if I went into church and this was the uh, music playing before, I'd be like, what? What's going on? <laughs> in the right spot. That's a church I would attend, actually. Is there a cover? <laughs> uh, I'm a thumbs up for that. All right, number two on the top five Christian metal songs that don't sound like Christian by Dylan Marr 13. Number two is from the album Leveler, which came out in 2011, reached number 11 on the Billboard 200. The band is a Christian metalcore band from Pennsylvania. The band comments that Christianity is a religion, not a style of music. It's important to us that people know that we are indeed Christians without having us stand up there and ram it down people's throats. The lyrics appear to be about one struggle against government, industry, and media and reliance of God's greater plan. I, I mean, I think that's a good quote. They're like, listen, we're, we're just playing and we happen to be Christian. We're not here to God gag you. God gag you, yes. <laughs> Sounds weird putting those two words together. But oh, They said it. Uh, number two on the top five Christian metal songs that don't sound Christian by Dylan Marr 13, August Burns Red and Empire. Do you think August is the month their whole band, all their girlfriends cycle? <laughs> They're like, oh God, here comes August. <laughs> Yeah. 
Biggie, when, in writing song lyrics like for something like this, did, they don't have to really make sense, right? They don't have to rhyme or anything, right? Um, it's better if they do, but not all the... I mean... No one knows what they're saying. They can say anything. Ingenuity I, is so cunning. Innovation is not ours. Creativity is a luxury. We build with our hands what we have in our hearts. I mean, those are just... I mean, it could be a poem for all we know. Right. There's, right. there's not a lot of rhyming or... But they sound grumpy, so it doesn't matter if they're saying the sweetest things. It sounds like they're mad. But then it runs into, like, you'll be buried every time. We run and run and run and run. <laughs> Keep falling behind. What do you think, Cornflake? August Burns, Empire. Thumbs up. Best song so far. It's metal, and it's complicated and well put together and Great song. I like it. Thumbs Nerding up. out on us, aren't you? A little bit. <laughs> uh, Sam, what do you think? Uh, I guess I get a thumbs up because it belongs on this list. Um, I need to point out that every band so far has been like, if we put the word struggle in the description, then we can sound and say whatever we want because it's just about the struggle. It doesn't have to be godly. And like all these songs, they sound mean. They don't sound like spiritual or uplifting or like good positive messages. They just sound like mean, hateful. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Gimpy. I, I mean, like. she has a point. I haven't read one positive lyric in any of these songs because it's like the darkness is coming. It'll you, uh, we're taught to be useless. Like the, some of the lyrics are just, and you're going. It's still teen angst. I understand that, but I mean, like the the point of Christianity isn't it to bring you uplift you? Um, I, I I understand the type of music, but the lyrics that go with this, I'm thinking. You could scream positivity, couldn't you? That's love thy neighbor. That would sound silly, I think. <laughs> but here's what, like, that and here's one of the lyrics. I never knew I was so dead until I met you. Give me rest from this world. Set me free from my darkness. If you think biblically or faith-wise, that that's no different. It's just worded different than what you read in the Bible. Right? They're like, hey, I read about you in a book, and now I want to die. Yep. Hey, did I read did that it? wrong? Um, no, I'm just saying that. Okay. I think that that's not positive to me. I didn't. I don't think Christian music has to be positive. I, I think, think that's should, a misconception. I think it should be a little uplifting. But none of these songs have been positive. They've all been not happy songs. All right, moving on. Gimpy. <laughs> I like it. I I wasn't expecting it to be this heavy. So thumbs up. All right, Biggie. Uh, I'm going thumbs up. I, I looked up this band, and the lead singer looks like he eats children. <laughs> he is an evil looking. He would. I would not pick a fight with this guy. He's he's a beast. Right? Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. There's nothing that screams. Uh, God bless you. <laughs> with this guy, so I'm going thumbs up. Wow. August maybe I'm Burns looking at the, maybe I'm red. looking at the different guy. He doesn't look that scary. It's uh, it's there's a picture of him uh, screaming his brains out at like a festival. Okay, uh, the picture I'm seeing, they look like I'm, they bought other clothes at Hot Topic. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying that that's what it looks like, or like an Abercrombie or something. Well, well I found his best photo on the internet then, because <laughs> he's going off. Oh, is it the white T-shirt one? No, he's wearing a a black um, tank top, covered in tattoos. Covered. Yeah. I, I'm. Oh, there it is. Okay, now I see it. Yeah, that lo- that looks intimidating. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number 
Did you give yours? You liked it, yeah, right? Yeah, I said thumbs up. Yeah, uh, that's a pretty good one. I like uh, how Cornflake said it. It's, it's a lot different than the other ones. All right, number one on the top five Christian metal songs that don't sound Christian by Dylan Marr 13 is from a band from Iowa. Not Slipknot. Damn it was formed it. in 2005. The song is a direct comparison between the singer and the soul of Taurus, who, according to the Bible, spent his early life killing Christians and later uh, converted to Christianity himself. Do I get that right there, Cornflake? Saul of Tarsus, and I had sure. to do, I had oh, to do yeah. some research to figure out. Like I remember this name, but I had to go back and look and see what he did. Everybody, grab your pocket protectors. Yep. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. N- nerd, nerd out on us. Uh, Saul of Tarsus. Uh, he later he was basically a Hitler against Christians early in life, and then he got converted, and hit, and God changed his name to Paul. I mean, it sounds like and a was, wonderful song and he topic. He was Paul of Tarsus, and then. So well, here we are. That's saying basically at the very end, Hitler could have went, my bad. <laughs> and then you could say that, I guess. Yeah. For, oh, you always got to, if you apologize, everybody forgives you. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, number Great. one from this album, it started on uh, the chart, uh, the Billboard's chart, number 14 on the top hot heat seekers, number 15 on Christian albums, number 40 on the top independent albums. For today, Saul of Taurus, The Messenger. I guess. I'm going to try and shut this guy up. <laughs> that was some rock nonsense right there. Oh. Change it up a little. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> terrifying. Change to this song. Biggie, there's no way he's singing this song live, right? Is it two people singing? Because uh, sometimes when people up. sing like this, they alternate. They take turns singing. Sometimes. Because it's so trouble, it's so devastating on your vocal cords if you don't know how to do it right. Yeah, but if some some people are just really, really good at that scream thing, you know. Wait. What did he say? <laughs> today, there will never be another chance to live today for God. All right, cornflake. What do you think for today, Soul of Taurus? Oh, thumbs down. This, I think it sounds like it, to me. It sounds like they're trying way too hard. Like a bunch of guys that didn't like metal or listen to metal, and they got together and like, hey, let's pump a metal album out. And they had some guy describing what metal is to him, and then they pump this song out, and it blows. Yeah. Sam. <laughs> um. I give this song a thumbs up. They take the they take the lyric. I will pro- proclaim the name of Christ to a dead and dying world. Which, if a pastor said it, you'd be like, "Oh, you're going to tell your friends." But when he sings it, it sounds like Scurry. a Satan commandment. Like it sounds <laughs> bad. Like you're telling someone to do bad things. Well, he's he's doing the song as Saul of Taurus. Okay, is that another word for the devil? I don't know what. Oh, he put it's struggle. It's yes, about struggle. Yes. So, uh, so, yeah, deaf thumbs up. You belong on the list. You figured it out. All right. Uh, Gimpy. I'm going to give it a thumbs down. I don't think it should be number one. I think number two should be number one. And and it's just all over the place. So, thumbs down for me. Biggie. 
it was a little busy for me. And 80% of these Christian rock slash metal bands are bands that couldn't make it mainstream. So wow. They, just, they put the word God and stuff into it, and then, because that's an easier market to break. Okay. So that's, like, I have a feeling these guys probably went one route and then sat down and go, we might have a better shot if you talk about G-O-D. You changed baby to God. The, yes. the original gangster, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is, somebody just texted us in. Thanks for this. Fun fact, they filmed their music video for Agape in Tulsa at the Pink Eye. The band that we just, was number one. Oh, really? So there you go. Now your day's complete. The Pink Eye. For uh, today. So that I'm a thumb a thumbs down. That I did not enjoy. That. I agree. I think they're trying too hard. Why not, Corbin? <laughs> Some people text in and said that uh, oh, the band was even here at the Vanguard two weeks ago. I bet it was empty. Um. <laughs> Some people texting in, no under oath. This list is effed. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it sounds like Cradle of Filth. Uh, look up Living Sacrifice. More bands than what heard of. Um, today's guitarist lives in Broken Arrow. For today's guitarist lives here in town. So Badly work a quick trap. <laughs> uh, with Blood Comes Cleansing. My help. I guess they're naming other ones of bands that we should check out. More bands not to go call. Biggie <laughs> doing his impression of... If you have a list, show at KMOD.com. Feel free to send that to us. And uh, if you think we missed a song on the list, feel free to submit your own. Show at KMOD.com. BMMS. Corbin and Biggie. The Big Mad Morning Show. That's right. Yeah. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. It's been a very interesting day so far. Just the topics that we've had. Biggie's back uh, for today. Hopefully he'll make it tomorrow. It's Is it a day-by-day thing or you think you, you've turned a corner with it? Day-by-day. Uh, day. <laughs> you know I never, never say never. <laughs> uh, story in the news about a teacher in New York who abused seven students, according to the DA. Uh, the man is 44 years old. He's a math and science teacher at Brooklyn Tech High School. Ah! He was arranged, arranged, yes, arraigned yesterday and charged 36 times. He had 36 charges against him, stemming from allegations that he had a sexual relationship with seven female students over a three-year time period. Of course, he's pled not guilty to all charges. Here's the, here they are. Sexual abuse, forcible touching, kidnapping, endangering the welfare of a child, and decimating indecent material. Probably like taking photos of them or something. Here's just a list of some of the things they believe he did. He groomed students for sex, and he would give some of his students hundreds on class work, even though they would turn in work with no answers. I put them on layaway. Uh, no, like groomed them for sex, meaning like yes, stay late. But he was in good with so so much that they would turn in homework with no answers on it, and they would get hundreds automatically. He allegedly forced sex on an eighteen-year-old against her will. 
He allegedly carried on four-month sexual relationships with another teen and brought her to, quote, a sex club out of state where he performed sex acts on other people and other people performed sex on him in front of her. This idiot Ooh. thought if he, he got out of an area code, it was legal. <laughs> he also allegedly took the teen on a terror ride from Queens to Brooklyn where she became so frightened that she ran from the car and hid from him in some nearby bushes while he was screaming and banging on the car looking for her. What a scumbag. He allegedly took a 15-year-old to a nude beach in New Jersey and gave her Jack Daniels and tequila to a point where she passed out at his house. He sent wee-wee pics to four girls, including minors. And, of course, they believe he touched and kissed minors. They found a ton of bestiality porn involving dogs, horses, and goats on his computer. Apparently, the school was completely unaware of these actions until one student reported that he sent a penis picture via Snapchat in August. (laughs) I thought they got erased. I love it, man. People are like, Snapchat, it's only there for a minute. (laughs) Yeah, keep thinking that. (laughs) Yeah. The authorities want to find it. They will. He was uh, removed from his position, of course, in August, and he was uh, making about fifty thousand dollars a year. Has he never been on the internet before? <laughs> right? Like he's doing all these crimes, like or nothing ha- will ever happen, or like he doesn't know. Like here's the thing: I've never understood about people that act this way. They didn't do any research on other people that acted this way. Hmm. Like what got them caught? <laughs> well, how about? How about just, uh, you know, watch a porn, get it over with. But to have, I mean, just, you know, you get all that amped up and you're all gummed up. Just run a batch, get it over with, go take a night night. There's no reason to act like a freaking psycho like this. Who gets that horny? Uh, I could, this is easy. People who get that, who do stuff like that are weak minded people that prey on others who can't defend themselves. Yeah. Their wires are totally crossed. I don't know if they're cross, man. I think they just believe that they're not good at stuff, so therefore they prey on people that can't defend themselves. They're like, man, I suck at juggling, so I'm going to rape children? No, I'm I'm not good with other human beings of my age level, so I must manipulate others that are below me because they're not advanced because of their age. Total predatory thing. It's a predator thing. Yeah, but It's not a crossed wire. It's a predator thing. Totally disagree because most humans don't think that way. Yeah, people Most that... humans aren't predators. Most humans don't prey on the weak. Most humans don't take advantage of, of defenseless people. That's why we're not that sharks. Wire crossed. Okay. I think like like sharks, you need to eat and you have to you have to be a predator for a reason. But humans, we figured out a social game. So you you know, we don't have to murder and we don't have to prey on anything to survive. So I, I agree with Biggie. If if they're acting that way, there's something wrong in their brain. Like that's not flashing red to say no. Well, uh, you know, maybe it's like a... Tell us what he's thinking, Cornflake. <laughs> Get into the mind of a psycho. Right. People that kill small animals, uh, I imagine that would be some sort of superiority complex. Like, it makes you, it would make you feel good. You know, like, hey, I'm stronger and bigger than this thing is. And therefore, picking on poor innocent little kids. Therefore, in the same wheelhouse. Thank you, Biggie. I think every male, I think males have a desire to be stronger and bigger than other people. That's just the macho machismo thing, right? But I think when it comes to, like, killing a defenseless animal, um, if you're just with your friends and you're younger and it just accidentally happens, like you're just playing around, then whatever, right? You're, you're just being a kid. But if it's something you do habitually, oh yeah, then I think it's 
it's a th- like that is a problem. I think when you tie a bowling ball around a puppy's neck and throw it into a river right. just to make people laugh, you you're there's something yeah. wrong with you. Right. Even whether once or yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's something major wrong with you. What about people that go hunting and shoot animals? Well, I, I mean, I, what's the difference in those? Well, and you, I'm not trying to create a debate between hunting and all that. I'm just saying. One would argue that tying a bowling ball around a defenseless animal's neck and throwing it over the thing is no different than hiding in behind a tree or up in a tree and shooting an animal that doesn't see you. Yeah, unless you eat it. That's the difference. You're yeah. going to be eating what you shot while you're hanging out in the tree. You're not. But going... a lot of people that hunt don't eat. I disagree with that type of hunting, but that's just me. Uh huh. If you're hon- if you're hunting and you're going to waste all that meat and then just put a head on your mantle. Eh. So if a guy ties a bowling ball around an animal's head and throws it over the the bridge and then goes and gets it and eats it, we're totally all fine with that. I, hey, that's gross, but do what you got to do, man. <laughs> Makes them a little weird, yeah. But... Yeah, who wants a wet, soggy wiener? Dog. Dog. Wow. I was like, what is he? <laughs> where did he go? Long pause. <laughs> Kidney stone apparently went bypassed where it was supposed to and went straight up. Went straight up to his brain. I paused between wiener and dog. Here's the part that's interesting, because I always try to look at this from a completely different angle. There's someone that thinks he was a great teacher. Yeah. Right. Will you sign my yearbook, Mr. Psycho? <laughs> Mr. Shanak? He, he was a good teacher. He really cared about the students. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he did. He, he, he loved them. And who are these parents a that lot. let their kids go somewhere, like, into another state? Or to the beach? I but, snuck out a lot, and, I, like, I don't think any parent would be like, yeah, your teacher can take you on a field trip to... Texas, no problem. Just like, you and the teacher. No, I've never done that. I'm saying right. I snuck out a lot, so I'm sure that the parents were not aware their te- the kid's teacher was taking them somewhere. Like, either they wanted to go or he took them against their will. Like, I don't think any parent would be like, sure. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not gonna try to point this out there. But there are a lot of parents out there that don't give a crap, right? And their and and their kid goes, hey, I'm gonna stay at Johnny's for the next two days. Okay. See, right? Just see just get out of here. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're at a sex club out of state watching right. bad things happen. With Mr. Shanak. Right. If something happens to you, uh, we consume. We'll be fine. That makes sense. No, you, 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 I think you hit it, Biggie, because the, they're not getting any attention from their parents. This guy is a father figure. Right. They get attention, and then, oh, sidebar, they've got to do all these weird, creepy things. Hey, have you ever been to Disney World? No. I'll take you. <laughs> I'm just so, like, they prey on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Disney World Lounge. Yes. <laughs> What's the Disney World Lounge? Oh, the sex club. I'm just making a name up. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think Disney World with a Z or something like that? Just I, to... I would think Disney would sue if somebody named their sex club Disney World Lounge. Not if they spelled it with Disney's, a Z. Disney's a last name. If they spelled yeah. it with a Z. Ah, right. But it's got the fun, and playful letters. D I Z K N E E. E. They're like Disney. They're like come tonight is it's a small world night. No, thank you. <laughs> right, it's the, the next Mondays night. always are slowest. Why? It's a small world night. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back. Corbin. He even smells funny. Biggie. Cheers. B M M S. The Big Mad Morning Show. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Congratulations, Tyra Bank. I'm sorry, Tyra Brown of Tulsa. I'm like, Tyra Banks? I know that girl. That would be awesome if she was. We'll be out at Jameson's South, 91st in Yale. 
Thursday night, 5 to 7, doing some last chance qualifying, and then we will do the giveaway at 7. Thanks to Jamison's for writing that $1,000 cash check. So, well, it's a check so you can get money to spend. So, cash. Whatever you want to do with it. If you want to frame it, that's up to you. I realize how ridiculous that sounded. Uh, let's find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show. Sam, what'd you learn today? I learned that I'm not a slut. I'm just a really good businesswoman. <laughs> so you're a prostitute. All right. Uh, Gimpy, what'd you learn today? I learned that there was one time that Sam ran out of hands, so she had to use her mouth. Yeah. And scrape the inside of her mouth while she did it. One time? <laughs> only one. <laughs> Biggie, what'd you learn today? I learned the only thing Sam isn't scoring on is uh, to pick the flick. <laughs> That's funny because of an off-air conversation. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I also learned that the only thing hurts that hurts worse than kidney stones is listening to Christian metal. I learned uh, I never want to ride any amusement park ride in another country. I am the captain <laughs> now. I also learned that Sam says women dress to impress other women. Yeah. Gimpy just told me how great your shirt looks with your eyes today. Yay. <laughs> Thanks, Gimpy. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Yeah, I learned that uh, Christian Meadows kind of weird. And is there a chance if I come to Jameson Pubs tonight to win a chance for the uh, Flight to Food or Voodoo Festival? It's Thursday night. Thursday. Okay, Thursday. I was, I was just making sure. Stupid. Yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, go there tonight, right. too. Oh, go there yeah. tonight. Biggie, I'm glad you're back. Thank you. All right, see you later, man. Yeah, Thursday night is when we're doing the stuff out at Jameson's. Good morning. You're on the air. Yeah, I learned today, learned today that Simon Sam is not very good at that movie trivia, but I'd still like to try some of them taters. Okay. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Yeah, I learned uh, it's a movie. Uh, Biggie doesn't like it. It's not very good until the end. <laughs> Come on, guess. Oh, man, I'm so good at this game. <laughs> Zing. That's literally your clues. <laughs> Not even listening to us now. Good morning. You're on the air. What'd you learn today? Yeah, I learned that Gimpy starts out soft. <laughs> hmm. Oh. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Uh, Sam says she went down too far. <laughs> Konnichiwa. <laughs> Good morning. What'd you learn today? One, eight, eight, five, zero. Hold on. I'm getting the rest of the numbers so we don't hear it. You a text to landline message. Oh, to hear this message, press one. We want to hear it. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. No devil wears Prada. What should be number one? To reply by voice. Press one. <laughs> Referring to the song list. Okay. Homosexuals. Right. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Smoke it every day, guys. Hey, dude. Today I learned that Sam wants to yank on Biggie's little stint. <laughs> Smoke it every day. Last call of the day. You got the last call. Go ahead. Yeah, I learned today that Sam's in trouble on the game, and she doesn't even know it. All right, Biggie. Until tomorrow, say goodnight to the bad guy, and I hate kidney stones. And it's Corbin Say, Make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. You guys have a great day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. This is Seaman Sam. I take listeners back to my office because my couch is a pullout. And thanks to the pill, they don't have to. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Uh, Loser. Yeah. Ready? Uh, Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make
make some noise. The Big Mad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give Corbin and Biggie the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. We honor and respect you. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. God bless Tulsa. <laughs>